Welcome to Nimmin Live, the number one place on the internet to learn about YouTube, network with other content creators, and have an awesome time doing it. My name is Nick, and today I'm gonna be answering your YouTube questions. And I'm joined today by my brother from the same mother, D. It's been a while. It has. The last time we did a stream together- It's like a month ago. Was about a month ago yeah. before you went to VidSummit. Uh -huh. And that was- uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because so, I spent some extra time, you know, in the States hanging out. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it's been a while. I think this is uh, this is a one-month mark, I believe. Because then I was gone for that time, and then when I came back, then you guys had your stream. So, I think it's been, uh, I think it's been uh, a month. But anyway, we are super pumped up today to answer your YouTube questions. If this is your first time here, I do want to let you know that there is a form down in the description below where you can put your question. Um, this is all free, thanks to our sponsors, TubeBuddy, which is the number one tool for YouTubers to uh, TubeBuddy. Buddy will help you optimize your videos for discovery. TubeBuddy will help you test your thumbnails to make sure that the th thumbnails that you're making are effective for the people that you're trying to reach and the traffic sources that you're trying to tap into. TubeBuddy has bulk update features and a whole suite of tools, including some AI tools that will help you do better on YouTube. You can try TubeBuddy for yourself and see everything they have to offer at TubeBuddy.com slash Nimmin. I've got a link to that down in the description. And in addition to that, this stream is co-brought to you by StreamYard. StreamYard is the live streaming platform that we use to stream this every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern. And the reason that we use StreamYard is because it's easy. We can rely on it. Um, it make, they make it easy to bring to put graphics on the screen. They makes it easy to bring guests on. They make it easy to add background music and a whole bunch of other things as well. And one thing that I do want to make sure that you know about is um, I actually just found out today that StreamYard now also has an app. So if you want to go to that camera real quick uh d yeah so they have an app and with this app it's a guest app so if you have guests coming onto your live stream then they can come in easier they can adjust all their you know cameras and their microphones and all that stuff now with the Streamyard app but you can get that in your favorite store where you typically get apps for your stuff in addition to that, um, I also want to let you know that if you are an Opus Clip user, which is a tool that I used in one of my AI tool videos, it's the thing that I use or the tool that I use to take these live streams and then repurpose them on other platforms. So basically I upload the live stream and then it will cut them up into a bunch of different clips and then I can add those clips to another channel so people can uh, enjoy those. They now also have an integration with StreamYard to where if you share, if you're a StreamYard user and an Opus Clip user, then you can share your uh, StreamYard link from the library where StreamYard records your videos in the background directly into Opus and then it can extract the, the stream that way so that you don't have to worry about the compression that YouTube puts on your videos um, as well. So you can get a higher quality product that way. So those two um, fantastic uh, tools working together. It's awesome. But you can try StreamYard for yourself at StreamYard.com and of course I've got a link to that down in the description um, as well. If you want to click on that and give me like an affiliate, you know, commission if you try it out so with all that out of the way yeah i think we need to talk about talky. i think, talky we, I think we need to address the uh the elephant in the room okay what's the elephant in the room you guys know how much we love the Streamyard cup oh uh, yeah 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 that is a pretty big elephant in the room but uh <laughs> i and this thing is huge yeah it, it is it's bigly yeah but i gotta say mr nimmin comes back from vid summit with a roger wakefield mm -hmm. mug yeah and i gotta tell you it's uh it's pretty big it's, it's it's pretty big they say things are bigger in texas they are bigger in texas and rogers at, from texas and i do have to say that these are indeed very big mugs look at this uh yeah. full full string yard take note full full grip here mm -hmm. it's got more girth yeah it does and it's taller it is 
but it's not the size of the cup. Right. It's what you put in it. It's what you put in it. That's right. And on that note, I want to say iPhone Chris. I saw an awesome video of you uh, saying hello to me. I appreciate that a lot. Nick said you, it was awesome meeting you and your mother. So uh, thank you for that kind video with him. That was awesome, man. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So uh, with all of that stuff out of the way, I hope everybody's had a fantastic week. Um, I hope that you are ready to you know, learn about YouTube. If you do have questions, again, if you are just joining us, this whole entire stream is designed to help kind of demystify YouTube. So if you're new here, there's a form down in the description where you can put your questions and we answer the questions in the order that they come in. So right now, there's not a lot of questions. So if you get your question down there now, it will get answered on the stream today. So if you have a question, make sure you get it down into that form right now. And we're starting this party off right with a super chat from tube spanner thank super you danielle chat. for the super chat and says why did the youtube live stream a clock for 24 hours for the watch time got it got I it keep forgetting good, good. what sad, oh, sad trombone yeah. <laughs> i keep forgetting it oh, the two spanner joke of the day yeah. is what the, what that is we should have like a graphic for that like yeah. i should make like a video thing to where it's like da -da -da -da, tube spanner joke of the day dun, Bam. Dun, dun, dun. yeah and i just want to marvel at this stream yard mm -hmm. take note uh one side is roger streaming with headphones on the yeah. other side is just roger roger yep just like roger that's, just, that's a little bit of extra effort right there it is it is love it so uh, I'm just going to gloat over this cup the whole time. Traveling with Brian, welcome to the stream today. Hope that you're doing fantastic. Larcia, uh, hope that, Laricia, hope that you are doing fantastic. Hey. Joel Crafton, what's going on? Hope that you are fantastic. Um, Herb, Neil, Urban Van Life, nice to see you in here as well. Doug got the Hewson, hat, buddy. Thank yep, you. Got the hat as well. Doug Hewson, Chantel Hills, nice to see you in here also. Jerry Papandra, hope everybody is doing fantastic, and I hope that you are ready to learn about some, some, some YouTube some YouTube. Do we have stuff. any news? Has there been any news in the past month? Um, there has been, um, and I specifically said, "Hey, D, don't say anything about the news because I haven't uh, kept up since I've been on the road, and I'm going to start doing that next week." But you still brought it up, so yeah. So no, oh, um, there. That's they're, what you said. That's what I said. That's yeah. not what I heard. Oh, of course. <laughs> but that's what I said. That's though. not what yeah, I heard. That's what I said. I heard. So yeah. I was in the other room, and I heard something about the news. Yeah. I heard. Bring up the news? No, no, no. Oh. I heard I haven't been keeping up with the news that much because I was out of town. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the answer. That, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the answer. Yeah, there's there has been all kinds of stuff that's happened. Like an automatic subscribe thing. That yeah, like pops that. Up. Yeah, that's popped up to where if you like mention uh, subscribe uh, in your videos, then if somebody's watching on a mobile app, that it'll create an animation in the button. Same thing for the like button. Um, but all kinds of different stuff. I'll be updating everybody on that. You know, next week. Uh, you know, because I got to catch up on myself. I'll probably do. I'll probably do like a news of the month video just because I've been. Catch you up. know, yeah, just because I've been. Uh, just because I've been busy. So, uh, so yeah. So thanks, D. Yeah, appreciate uh, appreciate that. <laughs> really? Hey, it's we're off to a great start. <laughs> so the very first question, we're gonna go ahead and get to the content today. So the very first question is from Anderson Gaming. Anderson Gaming does daily content. They've been on YouTube for less than a year. Uh, they have a gaming channel. The goal of the channel um, is to build the community and grow along with it while providing educational and fun content as I interact with my viewers daily. And the question is, can dislikes on a long form video or live stream cause damage to a channel and its long form discoverability exposure on YouTube? So if somebody um, or a bunch of people dislike a video, um, it's not a big deal. Like one, dislikes are taken into account when it comes to, you know, how YouTube is looking at the feedback for your video. They're, you know, they're not publicly on display, but it is still feedback that the system uses in terms of like, hey, is, do, are a lot of people disliking this? If so, what could be the reason, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but they do take that um, into account. But in terms of that rippling into all of the other content that you have on your channel, no, um, according to YouTube, 
each video is its own standalone piece of content. So because of that, you know, if you have a video that doesn't perform well, it's okay. Your next video can. If you have a video that you publish that your audience just doesn't get into, it's okay. Your next video can be a video that they get they get into, but it doesn't ripple across the platform. But something that does ripple though, or across all your library. But one thing that does ripple though is like let's say that you have one video just take off and it does amazing you can see as long as you're making content to where you know the viewers that are interacting with that video are likely to also enjoy the other content based on the topics of the videos that you're making that they would likely be interested in as long as all of that aligns in term you know basically meaning that you're working within a niche then what can happen is when you have a video that does do really well um, it can bring up a bunch of other videos along with it because then that's more people that have recently been engaged with your channel and then because of that for the people that the system detects really enjoyed that content they will start recommending some of your archive to them so in that particular case it's a win but when you publish something that doesn't do great um, or it gets a lot of dislikes in that particular case it doesn't work against you um, at the channel level or anything like that super chat. Super Neil, chat. urban band life says uh what's the news yeah yeah, we are definitely newsless uh, today. The news is I just broke a set of headphones. Yeah, and I D think. broke a set of headphones. That's yeah. a little bonus for the day. Yeah. <laughs> got about seven more pairs. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, let's go grab another one. Uh, so the next question that we have here is from her uh, real review, her real review. Uh, they do film and TV reviews. The goal of the channel, go. Uh, Danielle mentioned that our audio sounds a little hot and clippy. Okay. Dialed it back a little bit, okay. and now I can't listen to it. So, Danielle, it, let let me know if it's still hot and clippy. thanks for the heads up on that appreciate it i like it hot and clippy indeed with my big roger wakefield uh-huh huh that's how we're rolling today. it is that is how we're rolling today so um the question is um they're the goal of the channel is to turn my passion in a money-making side hustle while building a community of movie addicts and film buffs and the question is i think i had a steady climb uh with this is us but now i can't seem to find a community any recommendations for where to search um i like all shows and movies but especially thrillers rom-coms and family films should i do separate channels for these instead so if you are doing movie reviews in that particular case you know it's advantageous to you know make you know movie reviews for people that are into movie reviews however a lot of that does you know transfer over into tv viewership as well or streaming you know viewership i should say so because of that you know i would experiment with you know keeping it you know on the channel um and i would also think about it from the perspective of like content pillars so basically you know you're going to have you know movies that you're going to be talking about you're going to have tv shows that you're going to be talking about as another pillar um and then you know within those you can could also technically break it down to where you know with your movies and or tv shows that you are like hey i'm going to be the channel that only does thrillers right so then that way you're attracting those people or you could say i'm going to do thrillers and uh something that would be a good complement um to those thrillers you can definitely take that approach but what i would do is i would actually do all of them the the ones that you're wanting to do and see if something takes off and if something takes off and you start getting a better response from that then in that particular case i would lean into that and start doing more of that while you're experimenting you know with other pieces of content that you put out like in between the content that you know that performs well uh, for the channel in terms of finding ideas 
places. I would hop on Reddit and I would hop into all the different movie and TV show subreddits there and just look for what's popular. Um, in addition to that, I would hop on Google Trends and I would look to see what's popular there. Um, I would also look for anything that's coming, um, you know, any movies that are on the way or TV shows that are on the way that might have some hype building up around them so that you can get in early on that so you can ride that wave as, you know, the buildup is coming and then it gets released and then, you know, and then you can be there uh, when it actually gets released. Um, so I would do those sorts of things when it comes to your channel. Next. DIY Closet, what's going on? Hope you're doing great. What's up, D? I said next. Oh, next up, we've got uh, Build with Mooney. Build with Mooney. They do woodworking content. The goal is to share and teach. The question is, over the past few months, I've been working on my thumbnail skills because I realized that this may be the most important part of the video package. Yeah, so really quick, um, just to confirm that. Like, if you can't get people to click, if you're making long-form content, shorts, it doesn't matter. But for long-form content, if you can't get people to click, um, then nothing else can happen. So it's absolutely, you know, really important. So the thumbnail skills are important. Also considering what people are seeing on the autoplay when your video first starts as well, because those two things are working together with the title to get people to click on your videos. So absolutely working on your thumbnail, title, and the beginning part of your video that people are seeing on that autoplay is extremely important now. But the question is, I went back and I updated old thumbnails that actually look like thumbnails now. Um, how long should I give the new, uh, oh, the new thumbnail? A few hours, days, weeks, or just leave it alone? I would leave it alone. So uh, basically, if you're doing this on old content, then in that particular case, I would go in, I would make changes based on the knowledge that you have now in terms of helping people identify it, something that they care about, you know, things like that. I would use that knowledge, put it on there, and then um, let them sit. But make sure you keep track so you know in a spreadsheet or something so you know the changes that you made, the dates that you made those changes. Um, and then go back um, in like, you know, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and see if it made, you know, a difference um, at all. Because what can happen is when you make that change, people can start responding to it differently. And when people start responding to it differently, then of course, you know, that can cause, you know, videos to start, you know, either doing better over time, or that can also cause uh, people to not respond as well um, over time also. So just let them sit for a while, um, and then, you know, go back and, and, and look at them after that. Artist Haven, what's going on? Hope that you are doing great. Nice to see you in here um, as well. Life on YouTube at X, what's going on? Hope that you are doing awesome too. Um, so next up, we've got King CMC TV. They upload daily content. They do gaming content. The goal is to get fully monetized. And the question is, I uploaded five minute videos three days ago. The impressions was a thousand and I got a hundred views on the video. How can I get the video to get more views? D, do you want this one? I didn't even hear it. I was okay. Stuff over here. So they uploaded a video, um, a five minute video three days ago. The impressions were a thousand um, and they got a hundred views on the video. How can they get more views on their, uh, on their videos? Well, let me look at the, uh, what number is this in the responses? Yeah. So this is, uh, this is number uh, four in the responses. So basically it's a gaming channel and the goal is to get fully monetized. The, the problem is uh, they're just trying to figure out the best practices of getting more views on their videos. Oh, I'm having a look at the channel. Okay. So while he's doing that, um, I'm going to give you like some general best practice, um, you know, information while he's looking at the channel itself. But when it comes to getting more views on your videos, it's important to remember that everything on YouTube is performance based. So what that means is when you are publishing content and people are responding at it at a high rate or a competitive rate, you know, for the platform um, against all the other content that's being published, then in that particular case, um, if your videos can compete then you'll get more views. But if your videos don't compete in terms of how people respond to them, then you won't get more views. So because of that, you have to really make sure that you are paying attention to how people are responding to your videos. You're gonna see people that are gonna say things like, you know, just focus on your next video idea. Super important. But 
you can have the best idea in the world, but if you can't execute that idea um, in a way that people respond to, then that idea is worthless. So because of that, um, it's important to make sure that you are doing all of the things in regards to, um, you know, looking at how people are responding just from those hundred views, right? Because you got to start there. And then from there saying, okay, if I am, uh, you know, uh, uh, if I am publishing these videos and people are not responding to them in a way that will help me get more, you know, that will, will cause these videos to keep getting views, then in that particular case, I need to work on how I'm packaging the videos. I need to work on the ideas for the videos. I need to work on the retention of those videos. So I need to go in and pay attention to how people are responding to what it is that I'm doing. Because if you're not paying attention, then it, it can all kind of get away from you and you can just kind of keep doing the same thing and just spinning your wheels in the mud, so to speak, um, because you're not, you know, paying attention and you're not, you know, making those changes actively. So because of that, you know, just go in and see how people are responding and make the call from there. Now, when it comes to the response, here's what you want to look at. First, go into your um, analytics and look at your click-through rate, not as a not from the upside-down triangle quick view that YouTube gives you, um, but instead go into advanced mode and just look at home pages. Go into advanced mode and then click on traffic sources for the individual videos, and then just look to see on home pages how people are responding. Look to see on uh, suggested videos and look to see in search how people are responding. Technically, if you have subscribers already, then you can also look to see how people are responding from the subscription feed. This gives you some insights into how people that are are, you know, already into your content are also responding to your new ideas. Um, so you want to look at all of those things. And then when it comes to your retention specifically, you can see some of that information there. But if you go into your audience retention reports, you can actually choose from the drop down um, to where you can choose compared to other videos. And when you choose that, it's going to show you how your videos compare in terms of the response, the, the, the watch time um, compared to other videos of similar length. So if you find you're, you know, pretty below there, then that means that you got to get to work. Right. So uh, the idea is that you want to make sure that, you know, right now you got a thousand impressions, a hundred of those people, a hundred of those people came into the video. So what that means is you need to work on first grabbing people's attention so you can get more people to come into the video. And then two, you need to make sure that you're working on retaining those viewers as they come in. So what that looks like is you have to make sure that you're looking at the beginning of your video, right? Just look at that first 30 seconds or so and just spend a lot of time there because if you can get people committed during that time, then they're gonna watch you a little bit longer. And then once you actively over and over again, get people through that particular part, then you start working on that on that next part, right? So, um, so go and uh, get to work on those particular things. Finish. Roger Wakefield in the house, you wanna cheers oh, yeah. for Roger Wakefield? Roger. Roger. Just yep. wanted, uh, you know, we were comparing sizes here of mugs. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not the size of the mug. It's what you put in it. Yep. But I am impressed with the mug. Yep. Double-sided, Wakefields on both sides. Yep. Four-finger grip. Yep. And there's even room. Like, like if, oh, if, yeah. if like, we if, had six fingers, if, yeah. if we didn't, if we had five fingers and, and then a thumb, right. we could squeeze a whole other finger in there. Right. So for Easy. those of you with six fingers, you could easily... Right. Right. I mean, for the for you aliens out there. Look at that. Yeah, six those yeah, six-finger aliens. This was well done. Yeah. I, I, you know, up until Nick came back from StreamYard or from StreamYard from uh, Vid Summit with this, yeah, this was my favorite mug, mm -hmm. and I regretfully say StreamYard, you yeah. got to level up a little bit. Got to level up, man. <laughs> the duck has been defeated. The duck has been defeated. You know, I, one thing I do need to bring in here is I finally got one of the little plushies, one of the one of the uh, uh, puddles, the yeah, duck. Yeah, yeah, puddles, yeah I got yeah, I got to bring that in here. I just forgot this time. Okay, so while uh, everything that Nick just said, talking about the channel King uh, CMC TV, yeah. Just glancing at your channel here, you've uploaded, and believe me, I'm not one to talk about consistency in my own channel, mm -hmm. 
but you've uploaded 15 times in the past year. No, oh, okay. That's not that a lot for a lot. gaming channel. Yeah, you should yeah. be cranking through these at a gaming channel. Yeah, uh, and you need to work on your overall packaging. I would say, look, gaming is fierce. Competition is yeah. fierce, especially when it comes to thumbnails. Mm -hmm. Really need to spend some time getting your thumbnails together. I, I think that could be hurting you a lot as well. But I really like that you're putting the game name in the title. That's important. But your thumbnails definitely need some work. Mm -hmm. uh, and look, thumbnails are hard. There. Thumbnails are hard. There. I don't care how long. All this stuff is hard. All we were just talking about that before the stream. It's all hard. All this stuff is hard. I don't care how long you've been doing it. We still struggle with thumbnails. We've been working mm -hmm. with Photoshop for since Photoshop since, was invented. Since it was Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However long yeah. that's been. Yeah. And before showed Photoshop, it was out as PageMaker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've been working with graphics for a really long time, and we still struggle with this. So it's, right. it's not easy, but I would, I would advise you to really spend some time to look at the top people who are being recommended to you, who are just dominating, and look at their... Look at their thumbnails. Yep. Look at what they're doing. Yep. I think your titles could be okay, but I would focus a lot on your thumbnails and be more consistent. And dig into your video content too, because yeah. that's a big part of it, right? Because you can get people to click, but then after they click, like you got to keep them, you got to keep them engaged. Yeah. And it looks like you are uploading shorts, uh, which is good. So just keep going, man. Yep. You're not uploading a lot of long videos, and that's going to be harder to build that momentum if you're making uh, just uploading just sporadically. Yeah. So Poop Scoop for Noobs, thank you for the super chat. It says, thank you, Nick, for all your advice and tips over the years. Using your strategies helped me get to 1,000 subscribers. If I can do that talking about dog poo, um, anyone can do it. Uh, just keep grinding and uh, get 1% better a day. Thank you for that and uh, nice work on hitting uh, high five fist bump on hitting uh, your first 1,000 subscribers on your YouTube channel. It's the hardest, right? Because because uh, you're like trying to learn, trying to you know figure out all this stuff. Like um, you know that that can you know take some time. So nice work on that. Zach Talks Tech, my dude. Hope that you're on fantastic. Thank you for the heads up on my Thank TikTok you. video, dude. Super appreciate that. You told me about that. Yeah, tonight. without going into details. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much for that, man. Uh, good eye. Yeah, I deleted that out. Thank you so much a uh, very very good eye man thank you good eye for those of you who don't know nick made a video and left his passport sitting on the uh, yep. on the thing and it was just open with all of his information on it yeah so you know. yeah easy for identity theft right <laughs> so next up <laughs> thanks that so yeah, next up something like that yeah <laughs> so next up we've got uh the dream builder joking, uh joking. they upload daily content uh they do automotive content the goal of the channel is to entertain people with my projects to distract them from their day and the question is is it better uh with tags or without hashtags um because it takes up space for titles so you don't need to put hashtags in your titles don't even worry about that if that's your concern um hashtags are meant to go in the video description tags are meant to go in the tag box so don't worry about that for your titles next up uh on our on our, on our list here yeah he might have just swung by and said hi he said um uh usually he'll listen to us while he's like driving oh, there he is oh okay yep. yeah yeah he said he'll listen like while he's uh while he's driving yep. somewhere size this matter he says yep. the mustache <laughs> I, I just love that yeah it's, it's nice like what like what a cool icon it is it is you have his hat somewhere too don't you a tat i'm not hat getting... Oh, hat. yeah, I've got a tattoo. Yeah, it's somewhere over, over there. It's just a tattoo. I'm like, look, I love Roger. But I'm not getting a tattoo. I'm not getting a, <laughs> I love Roger to death, but I'm not getting uh, this tattoo. Not, nice. It's not, yeah. Nice, See, yeah. fades to this Tish time says, next year. Have a look at this. Right. <laughs> Tish says, Leron would be disappointed. 
uh, in my security there with, uh, you know, putting myself <laughs> out there. So Design Burst is our next channel. Uh, they do interior design content. The goal of the channel is to educate our viewers about interior design. The question is, our channel um, about interior design has 1,025 subscribers and already has 3,785 watch hours with 14 videos. Our question is, what might we be doing wrong if our view counts are higher than our subscriber counts? And what can we do to increase the subscriber to view ratio? So it's not that you're doing something wrong. Like usually that's how it works with YouTube. So basically your view counts um, will end up being larger um, for a period of time. Sometimes depending on how you're putting everything together, you can also cross that threshold to where, you know, your subscriber count becomes a lot more than the view counts that you're getting to. So it can, you know, once you cross a certain threshold, it can start going in the other direction. Um, however, in terms of what you're doing wrong, I would say that you're not doing anything wrong. Um, but in terms of the conversion, make sure that you are asking people to subscribe in a non-interruptive way. So one thing that people will do when they are making content is they'll say like, oh, I'm not going to ask people to subscribe because it feels beggy or something like that. But calls to action work. People use them on YouTube and they're effective. Um, people use calls to action in marketing. It's effective. When you're in sales, if you're not closing people and asking for it, then you're not going to make any sales. Um, so the whole idea um, is when you ask people to take an action some people will take that action it's more impactful on YouTube from my experimentation from my channel and people that I've worked with that if you build the why in first and you make it super snappy and quick and you let them know exactly why it is that um, you know subscribing to your channel would be a value to them add that part first and then ask them to or tell them to subscribe um, that particular setup is the most effective based on you know what I found um, but Another thing that you can do as well is without even needing to make it interruptive in any way, shape or form is as you are going through your content because you're teaching people about interior design. So because of that, you probably have moments in your content where you could just take a moment to just say, oh, by the way, if you're enjoying this video so far, I put out videos like this every whatever your schedule is. Um, so if you're enjoying this, make sure you subscribe. And the whole idea there is when you ask people to subscribe, you are just reminding them, right? So if somebody's watching your videos and they're really into the information that you're sharing, they're into the information you're sharing. We're thinking about subscribes all the time because we're content creators. But for civilians, all they're thinking about is like, hey, is this a good video or not? Am I getting out of this? Am I, am I, am I getting out of this? Am I getting out of this what, uh, you know, what I expected to get out of this? Um, and they're focused on that. So when you just bring that to their attention, then that will cause more people to subscribe to your videos. Um, in addition to that, keep in mind that people subscribe for a bunch of different reasons. You know, people will subscribe from the immediate value that they're getting from the video. They'll subscribe because they'll look at your archive, you know, for the people that are like really particular about who they subscribe to. Um, they'll click on your channel name, they'll go look at your channel, they'll see what you've done in the past, and they'll see like, hey, is this, you know, is this content that I would want to come back and watch? And if the answer is yes, then they'll subscribe for that to make sure that they can, you know, come back for that. Um, and then they'll also subscribe based on what they think that they can get out of your channel in the future. So if you show that, yeah, you know, I do publish consistently, I have published more than 15 videos in a year, you know, as an example, then in that particular case, it shows that you're consistently doing the thing and they can count on you for more of that type of content in the future. So you have to make sure that you have all those things lined up as well. But at the end of the day, prioritize the viewer experience over everything else, because these days, um, when it comes to people subscribing to your YouTube channel, it looks great from the outside. It looks great when it comes to, you know, what it looks like when you're working with brands and things like that. Um, it also unlocks, you know, YouTube features along the way. Um, but the whole thing with people subscribing is even if somebody subscribes to your YouTube channel, they might not necessarily 
necessarily click on your next video, right? But if people go in, and this is why it's important to make sure you're focused on the viewer experience, if people go in and they really enjoy that content and they have a good experience there, and let's say they make it all the way to the end of your video or halfway through the video and they engage in some way, something like that, then YouTube will detect that they're having a good experience with your content. And then you're increasing the likelihood of YouTube showing your archive to them and YouTube showing your new videos to them when you publish it as well. And as long as they keep responding, then YouTube will keep showing them your content. So it's more important to focus on that than it is the subscribers, but you can do some of those things that I mentioned before to increase uh, the amount of people that are subscribing to the channel. So I found Chris, he was obviously not in here when I mentioned this earlier. He oh. says, um, I did thought you, he was. Did you show? I, I saw him chatting. He must have stepped out. He says, "Did you show?" Um, I got to say hi to D yet. Yep. Yeah, I addressed I this earlier in the stream, uh, mm -hmm. Chris. Thank you so much. That was so kind of you. Nick said it was awesome meeting you and your mom. So thank mm -hmm. you so much for that. He did. He showed me that. Yep. Thank you. And uh, next up, I appreciate up, that. We've got uh, David Matney. Thank you for the super chat. Um, uh, says super uh, chat. Nick, what was your biggest takeaway this year from this year's Vid Summit? So for me, I spent to fly, most to fly solo. Yeah, to fly. <laughs> so, so for me, it was um, this particular one. I spent, you know, a lot of time. I just went to like a few different sessions. I spent most of my time just engaging, you know, with with creators. Um, for me, my biggest takeaway that I came away from this, um, for for you know what it is that I do, um, was just the you know the, the the impact of what it is that I do, and I came back from with tons of motivation. So like I'm in the process right now of putting some stuff together for everybody can, that. Uh, can you give me some? That that is going to uh yeah like i i've got enough to spare right now i do like i've got it to spare it. yeah but like the uh uh but for me it's it's more about uh you know uh you know just just finding better ways to, uh, to, to to serve everybody, you know, and help content creators, you know, do better and, you know, understand this stuff so that, you know, more and more people will end up getting, you know, uh, you know, being able to take advantage of this opportunity that we have as content creators. This was your so, biggest takeaway. So for me, yeah, that was my physical biggest takeaway yeah. was this, yeah. yeah. But um, but in terms of, you know, the, the, you know, the thing from the event, it was most uh, for me about, um, you know, just trying to do what I can to uh, to help, you know, as many content creators as I possibly can. Yeah, uh, I hear a lot of people's biggest takeaway was that Leron was hacking people. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then displayed it on stage mm -hmm. that he had that he had hacked some people. Did yeah, he, he was, some yeah, he was basically data? he was basically showing how, uh, you know, how vulnerable we are with yeah. our with our information. So uh, really good stuff. I've actually got a video. Um, I'm going to be doing a collaboration with Leron as well um, uh, soon to basically, you know, help you guys make sure that, you know, you stay safe, you know, with your channels and everything as well. So make sure that you do keep an eye out for that video. It'll be something about like security or keeping your channel safe or whatever, but make sure you keep an eye out for that video. It probably won't be for another like few weeks, um, but that video is going to be coming soon as well. So uh, see here, next up, we've yeah. got... Yeah, I was kind of, <laughs> Chantel says, would a silver play button be enough motivation? I already got, I already, I already, I already did it. Already yeah, did well, the, well, I think she means if I, if I like gave you the silver belt play button, would it be it. enough? Yeah, I'm he's past, past it. it now. That would have been cool, like, you know, 50,000 subscribers ago. Right. I'm over it now. <laughs> So um, RV Life with Adrian and Ruth, um, they do travel RV related uh, video equipment review content. The goal is to go full time and grow as a business. And the question is, how can I keep different? Uh, how can I keep my different buckets but grow the best niche? 
So basically, you have to make sure that you're pointing all of your content towards a very specific audience. So when it comes to different buckets or content pillars that you're putting out, the whole idea is you can make whatever it is that you want, but you have to make sure that it's targeted towards the same target type of viewer or the same type of viewer that you're trying to reach. Because if you have one bucket that is, you know, uh, talking about coffee mugs, mentioned. and then you Did have you this? And then you have another bucket that is talking about microphones and then another bucket is talk talking about, you know, RV life. Then in that particular case, you know, the people that came in for the for the mug isn't necessarily going to care about the microphone content. The people that came in from those two things aren't going to necessarily care about the RV content. They specifically so, have travel, mm -hmm. RV, and then the disconnect here is video equipment review. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your disconnect. Yeah. That bucket's not, not going to work unless yeah. you're targeting, which is going to be a much smaller niche. Travel unless RVers. Unless you're yeah, travel you, RVers that make content. Right. Unless right. you're traveling, unless you're targeting other RVers that are making YouTube channels right. or on TikTok or something. Yeah. That, that's going to shrink your... Yeah, so the whole the whole idea is basically first figure out, and this is like everybody here needs to do this. So you first figure out what it is that you are uh, trying to accomplish, and then you figure out, okay, if this is what we're trying to do, which in your case is go full-time and grow as a business, then then the next step of that, just like if you, you know, were starting any other business, is you think about, okay, if this is the business we're starting, who are we serving with this business? And then everything that you, you know, sell through that business, be it YouTube or anything else that you do, um, those people that you're reaching, um, the services that you're offering should be relevant to those people that you're that you're trying to reach, right? So, you know, for example, since you are doing, uh, you know, RV related things, then in that particular case, you know, thinking like, okay, let's serve RVers, right? Um, if you're doing travel related, then in that particular case, there is some crossover there because, you know, RVers do like travel around, but you know, there's probably not as many of them that travel like internationally. So because of that, making sure that you're, you know, kind of mixing the travel into the RV audience as well would be the call there. Um, but basically I would, Definitely do what D said in terms of losing the video equipment review um, off of one of your pillars, um, just for the sake of you know that not being relevant to the people that you're trying to reach. Yeah, like uh, what else works with that? So you got travel, RV. Yeah, you got RV accessories, reviews. RV accessories. Yeah, you could do like travel RV safety. and travel. Travel safety. You could do that, but since they're trying to do it as a business, like what what type of things could they review? So. Um, that they might be able to get like affiliate income or sponsorships or something like that from. So yeah, you could do like RV yeah, accessories, travel accessories, organizational stuff because you have to live, you know, kind of cramped, you know, in an RV. Um, let's see here. What else? Um, you try to, I mean, depending yeah, on where you're traveling and I don't know how you guys, how, how people in, you know, van life and RV life do that. But, you know, I know some insurance companies have affiliate programs. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. Yeah. But pretty much, I mean, look around. Go in your RV. RV maintenance, too, your, technically. Yeah. You go know, into your RV. Upgrades. Yeah. yeah, go into your RV. Look around. Look at all the stuff that you have and think about, okay, well, you know, can I talk about this right. in the video? Can I explain how this helps our traveling experience inside the RV? Yeah. And if this is helpful to the community, then talk about it. Put an affiliate link to it. Yeah, Neil, um, he, he put in a great one here also. You know, you could also add, like, travel guides to that as well since you're, travel you know, guides. for monetization options. So basically adding travel guides, so all the different places that you go, um, just kind of helping people find the best, you know, spots to put their RVs, helping people find, you know, the best viewpoints, you know, things like that to where you have like either one guide that you make or you have, you know, different guides that you make for each state or whatever um, to where basically you sell that. But inside of that, you have, you know, very specific details.
details and maps and everything that leads people to all these like cool destinations and things they could check out. Um, that's another uh, thing you could do as well. Great suggestion there, Neil. So I just skimmed past it. Here it is. So Adrian says, uh, I just got, or I got my silver play button last month. Oh, nice. Congratulations to you. High five and fist bump. Yeah, I've got my trigger, man. I, I did my clapping song. I just, I just cut out like a little part of it and I have that, uh, in mine at home. I need to get that over here too. Mm those situations a lot of hard work went into that didn't it yeah a lot of hours a lot of struggling a lot of running on that hamster wheel absolutely to receive that play button mm -hmm. must be nice yep uh home rapid repair is our uh <laughs> next one here think of the super chat it says um super trying chat. the weekly live streams the replay is under perform will this hurt the regular videos or the channel no um so each piece of content is looked at as like individual content on the channel so you don't have to worry about that um the only thing that i would recommend though um in that regard is that you make sure that the um, that you make sure the people that are, um, hold on, replays underperformed. Yeah, make sure that the, the live streams that you are talking about things that would be relevant, and I'm assuming you are with, with the channel name, but that you're talking about things in your live streams that would be relevant to people that are watching your videos. So in the event that you have a live stream do really well, then as YouTube starts recommending some more of your content to them, um, that it's all relevant you know, to, uh, to those viewers. My C Prince has some ideas for the RB channel off grid, off -grid solar, solar panels, panels yeah, chargers, that's good. chargers, batteries, batteries et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, that's great. I'm off. Absolutely grid. great. Yep. Good little brainstorm, you know, right there. Hopefully yep. that, uh, hopefully that helped them. Yeah. I love workshopping this stuff as a group. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. good. Imagine if we all had, if this... we could all just sit in a room. Right. And just pick a person and be like, all right, go. Right. Yeah. What What are you dealing with? Trying to do this. All right, everybody. How do How do we help them do it? Yeah, that'd be great. Daryl, I know you're not listening to this, but like in the event that you do by some freak chance, that would be an awesome session. Yeah. Like a round, like a remember, totally. like remember what was it? Musical chairs, whatever. You'd have like oh yeah the round, like a big round yeah. thing of chairs and duck duck goose too. Duck, I guess duck, great. Yeah. Yeah. And you just kind of <laughs> go through and like everybody just like talks about what they have and then just go around the room and everybody just spitball one idea. Yeah. Whatever it is, hey, I'm a mastermind is what that's usually called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, yeah, but just like a, but like in a, an orderly fashion, yeah. in a round. And then whoever doesn't come up with an idea gets voted off the island. <laughs> right. You got to leave. So then what you're left with is a very, just like the idea group. Just the idea. Yeah. Just yeah. The brain so, trust of, of Vid Summit sitting in there. So Vid Summit um, is in <laughs> Dallas, Texas, not in Las Vegas, uh, Trish. Yeah. Yeah, it's in it's in Dallas, Texas. So um, Neil Super says, oh, we're getting close to 50,000. Nice work. Um, and our channel started here with zero subscribers. Anything is possible if you refuse to give up. Absolutely. Love you that. know, I ran across, across a quote, and it said something along the lines of, uh, the, the only time you fail is if you quit. Yeah. So, uh, so here's the next think tank. Yeah, but think tank, but you kick people out for not coming up with ideas. Yeah, so it's like think tank, but like TV show, reality TV right. show kind dun, of. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's like who's left on the island. Right. Yeah. Yeah, who's left in the think tank. Yeah. It, who's left on the summit? <laughs> right? Oh, love Off it. the mountaintop you go. Yeah. So uh, next up, we've got Rizos uh, Costantinos. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I apologize um, if not. Um, it looks like they're getting ready to start their channel. They are wanting to do gaming content, and the goal of the channel is to hopefully make it full-time. The question is, okay, let's say you have a brand-new channel. Ready for this one, D? Okay, hold on. Let me, what, what, what number are you on? Okay, we are on number, let me scroll up to find it, number nine. 
Okay. Okay. Oh, so let's one. say okay. you have a brand new channel okay. and you want to post your first video. Okay. Obviously, the algorithm doesn't know your ideal audience to test push it. You have a title, description, and tags tailored with keywords to your target audience. Is I, there anything else that you can give the algorithm to understand your target yes. audience? Yes. So first, what you were saying there in terms of your title um, and your description. All right, go, go, D. Your about me page. Fill out your about me page. Channel tags also. Channel tags, but your about me, your about me page. Yep. Fill it so, out. Fill it out with relevant text. Don't spam it. But relevant text talking about what your channel is. Yep. So if your if your channel name is, uh, oh, we're, oh, we're just oh, going to oh, say oh, Rizos. Oh. <laughs> so then you would say, uh, you know, uh, Rizos. Uh, you know, plays the, you know, uh, you know, most intense games or whatever it is that you that you offer from there. Um, basically have that particular part and explain exactly what it is in detail that you do on your channel, it, talking about the games you're going to play and, and all of that. Um, but when it comes to your approach here in terms of the title and the description and tags tailored, uh, you know, with keywords to who it is that you're trying to reach, that is that's how you basically tell YouTube who to show your content to. So you're nailing it there. In addition to that, the things that you're saying and showing in your video are also taken into context when it comes to YouTube recommendations. Dan Courier in the house. What's up, my dude? Hope that you're doing fantastic. Nice howdy, to see Dan. you in here. Hope that you're doing great, man. Howdy, howdy. Um, uh, so you definitely want to make sure that you're doing those things. In addition to that, also keep in mind that your thumbnail is there to help grab the attention of people who are potentially interested in the type of content that you're going to be publishing. So a huge mistake that people will make is they will optimize everything around like themselves when they don't have an audience yet, right? They will optimize in terms of the thumbnail. They'll, they'll focus the imagery on themselves um, or they'll focus the imagery on like a word or something like that that takes away at a glance a potential viewer's ability to identify that the content is about something that they might care about. D and I were talking before the stream today and he was talking about what gets him to click on shorts to yeah. actually go from the main feed into the, into the short shelf. And one of the things that he mentioned is, you know, just like random stuff doesn't really do it, but if he sees something, in, in his case, he mentioned um, audio software, Logic, um, which is you know what he uses for music, that if he sees that, then it grabs his attention because it's something that he already knows about and he's watching content about that. So when he sees that, then he'll look at the title to figure out like, okay, I know this is about Logic, it's crystal clear, but what is it that they're doing? And then he'll make the call from there. And if it's truncated, it drives me crazy. And if it's truncated, it drives that me crazy. That means the title's too long, and then YouTube cuts off part mm -hmm. of it. So yeah. try to front load what that what your the important has, stuff, the important right. stuff up front. Yeah. So um, so make sure that um, that you are you know really being very intentional when it comes to your thumbnails. But here's the thing, though, is right now. You know, as a new content creator, the opportunity is huge because YouTube is actually giving some serious love to new content creators right now. Oh, yeah. So if you can get that first video done right, and you can also make sure that you're not doing any of the things in, in the beginning of that video that will cause people to leave, then you have the opportunity for your original videos to do good. You're already tuned in because you're already talking about like using the title um, and keywords in the title and description stuff to kind of help, you know, help things along. So you're already, you're already on your way. Um, um, but when it comes to, uh, you know, the other things, um, just make sure you are considering, you know, what it is that people are going to see when your thumbnail is presented to them, because that 
like if you look at your own usage on YouTube, right? You're sitting there and you're scrolling through your feed on your phone, or you know you're sitting there on your computer and you have like this grid of thumbnails, um, or you're on a TV and you have a grid. And what you're doing is you're just kind of glancing over. You're not reading the details of everything, right? You're just kind of glancing over, looking for things that you know might stand out to you based on the things that you like. And the things that stand out, you know, the most are the things that you're you know usually the most interested in. And then you'll you know click on those. So just make it crystal clear in your thumbnails. Since you're doing gaming, focus on the characters in the games because that either that or some type of imagery from the from the game but make sure it's big because that's going to be the thing that's going to help somebody identify that it's about that game right so um so make sure that you um are being very intentional about what it is that you're putting in your thumbnail and that you're that you're that you're focusing on one key point of attention in your thumbnail and then with everything else just kind of use that as kind of like an afterthought but just focus really hard on on that thing that's going to help viewers identify that your content's about something that they might care about and good luck with your good luck with your channel. Just as a heads up, since you haven't launched your video yet, keep in mind YouTube is a long game. Um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So because of that, publish your video, regardless of how it does. If it gets a million views or if it gets 10, analyze your video, try to figure out why it got the response that it did, and then try to make a better video next time. Rinse and repeat that process over and over and over again, and hang in there because look, what you're getting ready to get into, it's difficult. And one of the things that you mentioned here is that you you hopefully wanna make it full time. So when it comes to YouTube and everybody here, you know, this is this is how this is how it is. This stuff is hard. Um, YouTube is trying to make it easier, you know, for people to come in, they're trying to lower those barriers to entry with technology, the, you know, barrier to entry is, you know, lower already. But when it comes to this stuff, it's still hard. It's really hard to grab people's attention and it's really hard to give them content that they're going to watch for, you know, a good period of time or that they'll be satisfied with. Right. But if you keep learning how to do that, how do I capture their attention to actually pull them into the video? And then once I have them in the video, how do I capture their attention and give them just a, the best possible experience that I possibly can? If you keep working on that over and over again, then you'll 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 get what you need or what you're after. Um, but one thing to keep in mind, and, and I'm going a little bit longer on this because you're you know, because you're just getting ready to start, you know, your channel is it's hard most people they don't have what it takes to make it through the filter so to speak right you have to if you want to be full-time you have to be willing to do the things that other people are not willing to do right because it does take a lot of work um in addition to that um be patient with yourself because like i said your first video could get a bunch of views or it could get hardly any and if it gets hardly any it's going to feel discouraging but if you just keep pushing through and you keep learning and you keep applying what you learn you keep experimenting and you just keep doing it then that's how you that's how you end up you know being full-time in addition to that make sure that you're thinking about monetization because you're going into gaming right so make sure that you're thinking about monetization as you're getting into this because if you want to go full-time you're going to need you know good money coming from it and one of the things that you want to make sure that you are not doing if you can avoid it is not putting all of your eggs in one basket which is ad revenue things happen right you might yes. make a mistake you might make a mistake that you don't even know that there's a rule for youtube has you know educational resources that they give you if you do break a rule now which is uh, awesome step in the right direction but sometimes you know you just mess up and it can end up costing you know your ad revenue for a period of time and because of that you don't want to put all of your eggs in that one basket in addition to that you know there's also you know other problems as well like invalid traffic there's and things like that, that where, right. on YouTube's so yeah. so because of that you just want to make sure that you are diversifying the ways that you are making money so um, just make sure if you're going full-time because you're gonna if you're full-time you're gonna be dependent on it so just make sure that you are thinking about you know what your monetization strategy is gonna look like um, as you're moving forward do not let that stop you from public 
publishing your first video. Get in motion because you're going to learn more from being in motion than you are from anything else. Um, but but as you're getting going, make sure that you're thinking about your monetization strategy for wanting to be full time. Okay. We got Renee. And good Ritchie. luck with your channel. Good luck Renee with your Ritchie's channel. Renee Rich is in the house. We're all rooting for you. YouTube creator lesion. What's up, Renee? I hope you're doing fantastic. Nice to see you in here. He says, um, for a new gaming channel, uh, this is great. Some personalized tips here for you, man. Um, this from, was on the channel from... the entire time. This was on the screen. Oh, okay, I nice. had it the entire time you were talking. Oh, you did? Okay, great. Yeah, Yeah. so for a new <laughs> gaming channel, I'd focus on um, finding an angle that's new, fresh, and incredibly compelling so you stand out from the crowd, then the rest mostly on the thumbnail that delivers that value prop. Then a few minutes making sure that your metadata is accurate. Boom. Technically, Love T is it. also in the house. What's up, T? What's up, man? Hope you're doing great. So uh, let's see here. So next up on our list, that was number nine. Okay, so we got Rezos. Wow, I've been running on battery this entire time. Have you? Yeah. Nice. That was close. Yeah, already, on, your, already, on the laptop? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, I got it open, already, too, so yeah. We I already right, broke I a set of headset, uh, headphones, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug this <laughs> in. That's Fumbling probably a good today. idea. It's all right. It's all yeah. right. So uh, next up, we've got Charlie's Grace is the next question here. They do daily content. Um, they have a travel and RV channel. Um, the goal of the channel is to have 100,000 followers in five years, making at least 5,000 a month while creating an awesome adventure travel crew community. I love the detail. The question is, I'm having a hard time finding a tribe because I'm not the typical RV travel channel. What are some ways that I can find awesome people to be a part of my community? Is it time to start making paid ads, uh, start thinking paid ads? No. So what you want to think about is um, you want to deliver, you know, a certain type of content to a very specific, you know, type of viewer that you're trying to reach. And in your particular case, you haven't been able to find your tribe yet, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to. Um, so I'm going to look at your channel real quick and just kind of see where you are. But basically, when it comes to finding your tribe, like that's something that happens over time, like one person at a time. It's not like you, you know, oh, you got 8,000 subscribers on the channel, so you're, you know, heading in that direction. Um, so here's some things to think about. One um, is if you are trying to, you know, get people coming back to the, you know, channel and being, you know, really engaged with what it is that you're doing, um, a lot of that is going to come down to getting people to respond, you know, to your videos. So currently, one thing that I would recommend um, is, um, I'm looking at your channel right now, and on your channel, the recent videos that you published, the last three, you have this big purple border around your thumbnails. That's great for grabbing attention. However, it's taking away from everything else, right? So one thing that you want to make sure that you're thinking about, and the same exact thing you say, how to clean and maintain an RV black tank. That's what the title says. But the thing that's grabbing attention, you have that focused on the word poop, and you have it focused on you with the thing that's most important to help a viewer identify that your content about something that they might be interested in, that RV, that's in the very far back at a small size covered up by a word, right? So what you want to do if you want to, you know, grow that community is you want to start presenting your content from the outside in a way that's going to help those people that you are trying to reach know that your content is something that they might be interested in so they can come in and participate. That's, uh, that's step number one. Step number two is there's, a, there's two books that I recommend. You can pick either one. The concepts are pretty much the same, but one is called Primal Branding. Uh, basically, that talks about literally building your tribe. Um, it's by Patrick Hanlon. He's the author of that particular book. He analyzes all the top country uh, companies in the in the in the you know, all the famous companies that you know that have cult like followings. Is you know how he frames it, um, and he breaks down the elements that cause people to connect to brands. Um, so read that book or listen to it. You know whatever your preference is. And then there's another one called.
called Superfans by Pat Flynn. Um, make sure that you check that book out as well. It's a similar thing to where he has like his take on, you know, that same idea. Um, and, you know, you, you, you want to check that one out too. Both of those books will help you understand the underlying things that will, you know, help people, you know, connect to you and what it is that you're doing. Um, so I recommend that you definitely check out both of those. But while you're doing that, um, I would definitely go spend time in your thumbnails. And here's what you want to think about when you're when you're putting your thumbnails together. All you have to do is think to yourself, okay, the people that I'm trying to reach with this, when you're designing your thumbnail, the people that I'm trying to get reach or uh, clicking on my thumbnails so that I can grow that community, they are interested in this thing, which in your case is RVing. So because of that, what can I use in the thumbnail and focus on in the thumbnail to help the people that are interested in RVing understand at a glance without having to analyze it, without having to dig in and figure things out, how can I help them identify at a glance that this has something to do with RVing? And you focus on that, right? Because if they don't come into the video, you don't get the chance. But if you can help them identify it at a glance, they can click on the video, they can come in, and then you can be introduced to them, right? So I would focus on I would focus on reading those books, um, and then I would also uh, I would also focus on, you know, what it is that you're doing with your thumbnails uh, right now. All right, next up. Um, let's see here. Just want to make sure that I got that one. Uh, okay, yep. Okay, so next up, we've got normal mode TV. I like dark mode. Always dark. Yeah, mode. dark mode. Everything. Um, let's see here. We've got uh, video game reviews. The goal of the channel is to make content I'm proud of someday. And the question is, I was planning on making a few videos about anime. Should I make an entirely new channel or try to capitalize on the crossover between anime and video games? Thanks for all you do. Um, that's your call. I would just think long term. Like, what are you trying to build? Like, what are you trying to build? What, you know, like, who are you trying to connect with? Um, like, you know, if you're trying to connect with people that are into, you know, this game and you're trying to connect, you know, with people that are into anime, then you can make those references in your videos and things like that. But when you make a, a video, like, 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 for example, let's say you're playing a game, but then you're talking about some anime stuff. In that particular case, the people that are, you know, that are also into anime, they'll be like, oh, sweet. This this is like one of my people, right? They're like into the same stuff I am. But for the people that are going to click on a video about anime, they might not care about the games that you're playing. And the people that are clicking on the games that you're playing at scale might not care about that, you know, might not care about anime. So because of that, um, you know, I would just be, I would just start being very clear on what you're, you know, trying to do. Um, um, if it was me, I would put on, I would put the anime content on a different channel from the gaming content, but I would, uh, I would make references in the gaming content about the anime stuff, right? Because that's one of those things that will help people be like, oh yeah, this is, you know, this, this person's like me, they play these games. Um, they're also like really into these specific anime things and, and all of that. So, um, so I would do, I, I would take that approach. <laughs> Jerry says, uh, Pat Flynn is so amazing. My son sent me to vid summit with Pokemon cards for Pat oh, to nice. sign in case I saw him and Pat was generous to do it and let me film it so I could send the video to my son. Nice. That's awesome. Funny Absolutely awesome. Funny thing about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pat, Pat's awesome. Yeah. So when I actually first met Pat, my first interaction with Pat mm -hmm. was not this last bit summit, but the, the summit before the world shut down mm -hmm. and you and I were getting ready to go live on the stage and mm. I was trying to get the, the live stream. Daryl had that 24 hour live stream. Yeah, yeah. And I was trying to get the, the thing from Daryl. And back in the green room where the, like the speakers would go, there was like a hallway that goes back there. Mm -hmm. And Daryl was in there with Mr. Beast and his whole crew. Mm -hmm. And the whole area was like locked down mm -hmm. for whatever reason. So, so Pat is, is there with something to get 
he's trying to get a signature from Mr. Beast for his son. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I'm trying to get the live stream thing for Daryl. We're on in like nice. 15 minutes or whatever. I'm trying to get the live stream thing from Daryl, and we're both just completely shut out. Nice. And yeah, it was funny. But, but we're just sitting there laughing about it because we were just completely just trying shut. to get in. We're yeah. both trying. Yeah, he's trying to get an trying autograph. Trying to get stuff done. Yeah, yeah. we're trying You're to like, get ah. stuff done. Yeah, nice. and yeah, and Jimmy's crew was just shutting everybody out. It was trying to get in. It was nice. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Pat's super cool. So uh, next up on our list here, we've got Game Punk. Game Punk uh, does daily content. They've been on YouTube for a year or more. Their goal of their channel um, says it's my passion. And I want to make my channel as my stable source of income. And the question is, my channel's getting awesome views um, uploading a specific type of game, Cyberpunk 2077. When I tried uploading different games, Spider-Man 2, I'm getting less views. The reason why I try to upload a different game is to let my viewers know that I also play different games. Should I just focus on uploading the game that's giving me more views, um, or should I continue uploading different games sometimes? I'm afraid that if this game um, that's giving me more views will no longer be relevant, my channel won't be interesting too. I appreciate your feedback on this. So the thing that you are um, the thing that you are talking um, about is a is a concern that a lot of gamers have. So a lot of gamers they will start their channel on a very uh, you know particular game, and then you know after that game kind of fades away in popularity, then they're kind of left in a situation where they're like, well, great, now I kind of have to you know build things up from here. So the approach to that is like, okay, well as I'm going along, I'm also going to play some other games so that I can slowly over time grow a community of people that are coming in and watching my content regardless of the games that I play. Um, so if you're going to take that particular approach, one thing that you can do is you can start using your community tab on your YouTube channel and start asking the people that are interacting with your content what other games that you know they would like to see you play. Um, and as a part of that, you can put in there as the options, let's say you just give them three and put in three of the games that you would like to play the most. And then from there, you know, let them pick and then experiment with publishing those. So you have that approach, but then you also have like, look, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to, you know, grow this community of people that want to come in and watch my games, then in that particular case, maybe not every video is going to be a hit, but I know that I can lean on Cyberpunk 77, if, you know, in order to keep my view counts up. But when it comes to the other content, I'm going to purposely use that content for the purpose of, you know, growing a community and just growing those people that are more interested in, you know, the games that I play and me playing them than just the game itself. And by doing that, you already know when you publish that there's a chance that that video might not perform as well as your cyberpunk 77 but keep in mind sometimes when you you know do that sort of thing sometimes you'll have a whole pillar of content that will end up you know outperforming your cyberpunk 77 so let's say for example if it's spider-man in that particular case um Zaggy DK, thank you, my man. Super appreciate it. Um, so in that particular case, like if you are, uh, you know, publishing Spider-Man videos and you're publishing cyberpunk videos and you're publishing something else, then in that particular case, you know, some of those people aren't going to cross over. Some people will come in just for the game. But over time, some of those people will be like, man, they're, they, they, I like watching them play Spider-Man. I like watching them play cyberpunk. I like watching them play this. Um, and they'll come in and they'll, you know, participate in, in what it is that you're doing. Um, so because of that, just think about it from like a content strategy perspective and the whole idea when it comes to content strategy is being intentional about what it is that you're publishing and thinking about how everything works together right to accomplish your goal so if your goal is to grow that community and turn your channel into a stable source of income then in that particular case if you if it was just income then i would say just do cyberpunk until that train runs out and then you know switch to something else but if you're like hey i want to do this for the next like decade at least um then in that case you know mixing it up to where you have like three pillars just
just pick three games and just just serve the heck out of uh, out of those particular games and the people that are interested in those particular games. One thing that can be advantageous, though, like I mentioned, in terms of using your community feed, so you can start to get an idea, like, hey, these are games that I would really love to play. Let me ask and just see if there's any of these that are kind of a priority for everybody else, and then that can be the next game that I introduce, right? But just make sure that you're designing that around what it is that you know that you enjoy, because you want to make sure that you know you're focusing on making content that you enjoy that also serves others. Because you know if you're putting out content that you don't enjoy, then in that particular case, it's going to end up being something that you don't like to do. Um, so because of that, just make sure that you are uh, you know setting that stuff up you know properly. Trish does stuff. I love the uh, I love the name update. Dig it. Ron Strains and Things, what's up, man? Hey, Ron, what's going on? R, um, I have a um, email address. If you go to my About Me page um, right now, my YouTube channel, uh, you can uh, send me an email through that uh, through that email. If you click on the Business Inquiries uh, link, then uh, you can send an email there. So, us plus Dad, hope that you're doing great. They do daily content. Um, the type of channels, Roblox family role play. Um, the goal of the channel is to create an interactive Roblox community. And the question is, um, with the few long form videos we've done, we've uh, paid to have thumbnails done. We would like to give thumbnail design a try. What software would you suggest for a thumbnail beginner? Um, says play button was supposed to come yesterday, but changed to Monday. Um, hope that you uh, didn't get our mail. So, oh, you must have sent a mail. Oh, I hope you didn't get our mail. Oh, yeah. got it. Nice. I, I, I hope you didn't nice. get your play button either. Sick burn. Sick burn. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it was good. So, when it comes to uh, thumbnails, Canva didn't like that. Canva. So, so yeah. So, um, yeah. Can you didn't like that. Canva's. No, imagine, no, no. I'm just saying the, the imagine burn. having right. somebody lose your yep. play button. Yeah. Talk yep. about not liking. I know. It. Right. Oh, and you're yep, I deserve it. Yep, I deserve it. So yeah. um, let's see here. So uh, uh, in terms of the software, um, uh, Canva is a good place to start. Um, if you really want to, you know, really dig in, um, it comes with a steep learning curve. But Photoshop is is pretty uh, pretty awesome when it comes to making thumbnails. But it's definitely not like a beginner's you know type of thing. But man, if you can dig in and, and learn it, like you can, you it's limitless if you if you can dig in and learn it. But Canva's pretty good too. Um, they've made a lot of updates to Canva, and it's it's pretty solid um, as well. Okay, you want to do something cool? Hold on, really quick. So uh, Renee says um, you can also try creating a framework that lets you do multiple games as a uh, transition. See which videos perform best, distill the theme, for example, like a speed run, then focus on that theme across games. Super smart. Love it. I'm going to pin that one to the screen uh, real quick for all you gamers in here. Okay. You, you what, what is it, D? Well, StreamYard needs about 60 more people. They do. Want to do that live? Yeah, okay. So how many people here are live streamers? Because this is only going to work if you are a live streamer. How many people here are live streamers? Just say me, even if you're leaned back right now and you typically wouldn't engage while we're having this conversation, if you're listening in the background, if you live stream on your YouTube channel and you would get value out of live content, live streaming content, just say me uh, real quick in the, uh, in the chat. Right. So here's what's going on. Because that's the qualifier. Because I only, I, like, we only want you to respond to this if you are a live streamer and if you will get value out of it. So StreamYard is getting close to 100,000 subscribers. Now, yes. what you're seeing right now in Social Blade, Social Blade is actually rounding this down. Yeah. StreamYard's actual subscriber count is 99,942. Nice. So we could technically, if there's enough live streamers in here, we mm -hmm. could push StreamYard into the silver play button territory. Yeah, live. we could. We could. We could. 
We could do okay. it for the duck. Yep, do it for the duck. Do Only it. if you're a live streamer. Do it for though. puddles. Do it for puddles. So here's the thing, right? Like we would appreciate anybody going over here, but we don't want you to go over here if you're not a live streamer. So right. here's the thing. D and I both publish content over on this channel. So, you know, because you guys hang out in the live streams, you know that, you know, when these streams are over, then, you know, we redirect them over to the StreamYard YouTube channel when him and Daniel are doing his streams. We also upload video content um, over there as well. And because this already happens kind of with our live stream, a lot of you are probably already subscribed over there. Um, but... Chantel dropped the link here um, for StreamYard. Um, so if you are a live streamer, there the, the entire channel is just filled with valuable content for live streamers. You go live as soon as we're so, done here when they hit 100,000. And just go over there and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just take it. Yeah. Just be like, hey, we're going live. Yeah, yeah. let's take it. Um, uh, I'm serious. But... Uh, but if you are not subscribed over there, um, I just invite you to subscribe over there so we can try to get them over that 100,000 uh, subscriber mark while we are here on the stream. But again, only if you are a live streamer and you will get value out of the content. Otherwise, please do not go over there and participate. 50 people left. Yep, 50 people. We're down to 50, 50 more, more people. subscribers. Yep. Again, uh, Social Blade is rounding down. Yep, so we're at 40, uh, 49 more. So I'm going to answer some more questions here, um, and then we will check back in on this here yeah, we, we, um, in just a little bit. We're going to take it. Yeah. So, well, we can't go live over there just because we, we need permission for that. Um, but, uh, but man, yeah, like that, uh, that would be pretty, pretty stellar. So, um, okay, so the next question that we have here um, on the list is from Exception. Uh, Exception has been on YouTube for less than six months. They do indie game content. The goal of the channel is showcasing indie games that deserves more attention and ideally having some extra income to invest back into the channel and the indie game community. Um, the question is, I uploaded a few videos of games my kids played, and those took off a lot more than my own videos. Um, I don't mind that at all, but is this hurting my channel now? So you uploaded videos of games that your kids played, and those took off a lot more than your own videos. Um, I am concerned that YouTube might be recommending my videos to the wrong audience now. If so, any advice on how to fix it? Thanks for all that you do to help us new YouTubers out. Okay, so when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to content that's performing on the channel. So if the videos did well, but they're not still currently doing well in terms of, you know, people still coming in and watching those videos a lot, then in that particular case, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Um, uh, yes, if it was mostly, you know, like, uh, you know, if, if it was like a kid's game and it was mostly kids that were interacting with that content, then YouTube might test some of the new content against them first. Um, however, um, if you are, uh, you know, uh, if those videos are still getting a lot of views coming in and they're driving the channel, then in that particular case, you might want to either try starting a different channel um, or you have the option. And I don't recommend this, especially, you know, without me actually looking at the channel and stuff. Um, but, you know, one thing that people do um, in cases like this is they will, you know, delete the videos that aren't relevant to the audience anymore. Um, however, that's not always the best move. So I don't recommend that you do that, you know, um, of course, without having, you know, more context and whatnot. But that is, you know, an option that people will take sometimes. But, um, but, what I would focus on right now is if those are just bringing in some views, but not too much is start publishing your, uh, your new videos to that channel because it's also gaming content. Start publishing that new, uh, the new videos over there. And then as soon as you, you know, have some of those that start doing better, then that'll start steering you, you know, in the, um, in the new direction, so to speak, because the people that will be interacting with that content, you know, as it starts performing better will be the people that, you know, YouTube will start showing, you know, the other relevant content to those people, um, too. So you just have to kind of, you know, go through that particular process. 
Um, let's see here. Where are we at uh, over there, D? So we're at uh, 959. We're down to 41. Super, super cool. Okay, yep. so next up on the uh, list here, we've got Annie C. Lar. Um, they do arts and crafts content. The goal of the channel is to share mixed media arts techniques. Um, the question is, how do you link your YouTube channel to your IG account? Um, so you can do that in your um, Instagram. Um, you know, you can do it in your bio there. Um, you can also do it um, on your uh, About Me page on your YouTube channel, uh, where you can go to your About Me page. Um, you can actually do this in customization um, in your back end on your YouTube channel. Um, but you go to the About Me part, and then you have a link section there, and then you just add the link. Uh, you add the link right there. Um, let's see here. So next up on the list, we got the that junk man. That junk man does pop culture for Generation X. Um, the goal of the channel is to place trigger uh, a place to trigger memories of the viewer's childhood. That's cool. Nice. Um, the question is, I do two videos a day plus a short. I get about 200 new subs a week. However, my views over the last year seem to stay the same. About one to two thousand a video um, out of 32,000 subscribers. Is this normal? What am I doing wrong? So um, what I recommend is if you are continuing to get the same result with what it is that you're publishing, then you need to tweak something in terms of the way that people are responding to your videos. So yeah, I love the name too, Jerry. Jerry's like, oh, I love that junk man. Me too. Yeah. Um, so when you are publishing videos to the channel and you're publishing like two videos a day, plus some shorts, like that's a lot of work and it doesn't leave you a ton of time for actually like, you know, analyzing how people are responding to what it is that you're doing. So I would find the time to analyze exactly how people are responding to what it is that you're doing so that, oh, uh, Jerry actually watches your content, oh. uh, by the way. But basically one thing that I would do um, is I would go in and um, and I would you know look and see like, okay, um, click through rate wise. How are people responding to this on home pages? Um, how are people responding to this and suggested? How are people responding to this to search? How are people responding in my subscription feed? Um, so start there um, at the click level and then um, you know see how that compares to some of your higher performing content and see if you can you know find you know where you're kind of falling short there in terms of people responding. That can also keep in mind, it's not just your thumbnails like your the topic also impacts your click-through rate the thumbnail does the title does so does the uh the autoplay you know of your intro but the next thing you want to do is go in and look at your audience retention reports and look for places that people are falling off um, because you know sometimes you could be losing a lot of people just by having you know some type of you know hook or something like that uh, or not hook but some type of like you know intro or some type of thing that you do in the beginning and that could you know cause people to leave um, and then you know if you have a lot of people abandoning the videos quickly then of course that you know ends up hurting the overall performance of the video and so on so because of that I would just dig into you know the data on how people are responding and look for problems. So look at your click-through rate, find your high-performing content, and just get an idea of what high-performing content looks like in terms of the numbers, because those numbers are just a reflection of how people respond. And then look at your current content that isn't getting you know that far, and um, and start comparing that. And you can just do direct comparisons inside of your YouTube analytics, by the way. Select one of your videos, go into advanced mode, and then over on the right-hand side, they have a compare. Click on that. And then you can pick any other video on your channel to compare directly on in terms of how people responded. Um, but make sure you have the date ranges, you know, right and all that so everything matches up.
But the idea um, is that it's not that you're necessarily doing something wrong. It's that you might just be doing the same thing, and that's causing you to, you know, not be able to kind of break through that. So um, it could come down to, you know, the specific idea. It could come down to how you're framing things from the outside, which, you know, could be impacting, you know, the amount of people that are clicking on it. Um, it could be, you know, that just once people come in, they're just not responding, you know, at a level that's competitive enough for YouTube to, you know, continue, uh, you know, showing it to, to more people. Um, so because of that, I would go and look at those things. One thing that would also be advantageous in your particular case is if you go into um, your audience retention reports for your video, you have your absolute retention, which is how people are responding to your videos second by second. But then you also have compared to other videos, which is how your videos compare to other videos of similar length on the platform. So if you look at that particular one, that can let you know, like, okay, am I falling short compared to other videos of similar length? Like, am I not being that competitive? And if that's the case, then it will come down to how you're putting everything together, how you're presenting the content. Um, if you're doing like let's plays, for example, then in that case, trying to find ways to, you know, engage people, maybe it just comes from, you know, how you're setting it up when they first come in. If you're, you know, sharing like, you know, tips from the games and, you know, things like that, or, or sorry, not games, my bad. You're on the pop culture stuff. So um, in that particular case, you know, like when you're actually setting it up when the people, you know, first come in, you're trying to, you know, get those feelings out of people. Um, then in that particular case, you know, just, paying really close attention to those parts in the audience retention to see if, you know, the things that you're doing are causing people to leave or not. All right, it looks like we missed a super chat. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. In the meantime, we have another one here. Super chat. Thoughts about multi-streaming across platforms? So if you're multicasting across um, different platforms, you're giving yourself the opportunity to reach people um, in other places. So because of that, you know, it's it's typically, you know, a good move. Um, the only thing that can be challenging is managing all the chats and everything, which is where StreamYard comes in, because it basically has one chat. So you can push through StreamYard and it'll broadcast everywhere. And then it isolates all of your chats from everywhere into one feed that you can respond to. Um, so it's just easier to manage that way. Um, so I would definitely look into that. But in terms of, you know, multicasting, um, it's definitely, you know, it can be advantageous, especially if you're trying to grow in other places or if you have audiences in other places that, you know, that you can give that content to so that you can meet them where they're at, uh, so to speak. And Twitch, as a matter of fact, um, they just made it, right, D? Uh, didn't Twitch just make it to Twitch where... Twitch announcer and TwitchCon, the partners can now multi-stream. Yeah. They can multicast to other yeah, platforms. Yeah, Twitch affiliates. Yeah, so if you're yeah. a Twitch affiliate, you can um, you can now multi-stream without having to, like, yeah. you know, so stress I'm, out about as it. As long as I understood that correctly, yes. Yep. That was, it's a new announcement. Um, let's see here. So we had uh, Neil, Urban Van Life. Um, so we've got that one. We had we missed, Home Rapid Repair. David... Um, we missed from D Patience. Oh, okay, I see it right here. So okay, 45 minutes ago. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so it says, we're consultants for Amazon sellers who um, recently started our channel. The trend has cooled, so our competitors are covering AI. Should we do the same? So the first thing that you should do, um, D patience, is think about like what you're trying to do. So as you know, YouTube, like as you're gonna be doing this, there's gonna be all kinds of shiny objects, right? Oh, they're doing this now, so I should do that. Yeah. Instead, think about like, okay, what are we trying to do here? And then if you're if you are Amazon sellers and you're your consultants for Amazon sellers, then in that particular case, make content that cons that Amazon sellers are going to be interested in watching and 
it, you know, that will get you in front of the people that you're trying to sell to or that you're trying to consult. Um, so do that. Um, if they are talking about AI tools related to Amazon, then in that particular case, absolutely, because that's still targeting Amazon sellers. So if you do this, if you look at my channel as an example, right, I target YouTube content creators, specifically people that are, you know, getting started, but people that, you know, are experienced creators still get value out of the content because there's just a lot to learn. Um, but when it comes to, you know, my channel, I target content creators. So because of that, you know, I have videos about AI tools. I have videos about how to change your YouTube background using AI. I've got, you know, tools about how to do stuff on your phone. I've got tools about, or I've got videos about live streaming. I've got to basically any problems that content creators have, um, I have content about that on my YouTube channel, but it's all targeted towards those people, right? The people that are hanging out in the stream today. So when they watch one of these videos or you, D-Patients, you're hanging out in this live stream right now. So now if YouTube starts recommending you videos from my archive, if you're trying to, you know, get a better grip on YouTube, there's going to be a lot of videos that are going to come up to where you're like, oh yeah, I, I, I want to check that one out too. So the whole idea is that when you are serving that very specific audience, um, in your case would be Amazon sellers, then you can talk about AI, you can talk about changes to the Amazon platform, you can talk about strategies for, you know, for them to sell stuff, you can talk about anything that would help Amazon sellers solve their problems that would get you in front of them so that, you know, they can be aware of the services that you offer. So yeah, if they're talking about AI, I saw your comment here. So yeah, if it's AI for Amazon sellers, in that particular case, it's an opportunity right now. So AI, you know, it's 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 the buzz, right? Um, because it's something new and it's something that's going to change everything. So because of that, you know, it's definitely um, look at it as like a trend in a lot of industries. So because of that, yeah, you might want to, you know, make some videos about that, but just make sure that you stay focused on the goal, right? Because it's really easy to get caught up in like all of the other moving parts, so to speak. But at the end of the day, you you have to make sure that if you started your channel for the sake of, you know, driving awareness to your consulting business for Amazon sellers, then in that particular case, just run every piece of content you're going to publish through the filter of, is this something that Amazon sellers would care about? If the answer is yes, good to go. If the answer is like, well, I'm not really sure, then shelf it and find something that is a definite yes, and then publish that. Okay iPhone Chris. Super chat. So iPhone Chris, thank you for the super chat. Super appreciated, man. Um, let's see here. So next up, we've got. Okay, we did that junk man. Love that channel name. Yep, that's cool. Um, next up, we got trying to learn bikes. Um, they do motorcycles, DIY maintenance. The goal of the channel is uploading videos for their own amusement. And the question is, if there's a, is there a difference? Um, or advantage to uploading either H.265 or H.264? Um, I'm not sure. You know, that's a, that's a great uh, question. That. You know the answer? Yeah, go, yeah. Go. Yeah. If you have the opportunity to do H.265, upload an H.265. You're going to get better. Uh, it's got better compression algorithms, so you're going to get a better video quality for the same bit rate that you use. Oh, and nice. I believe it's a smaller file size, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Nice. So, it's, it, yeah, it, it's overall a, a, a better our codec nice so there you go there you have it technology for the win yep next up we've got uh off the shelf rides formerly osr garage says they do uh, new oem vehicle reviews the the goal of the channel is to replace my day-to-day -day job to have more family time the question is my wife is planning to start her own channel not related to my niche at all for special reasons it will not 
it will need to be under my YouTube account and AdSense account. Is there any way to do that but keep the channel separate so that one doesn't affect the other if there are strikes or other issues? Thanks for all the help. So I would set up everything completely separate um, because then that's the way to protect yourself in the best possible way. Um, set up everything separate. You can still do it all under you, but I would set up everything. Um, I would set up everything separately. Um, and the reason for that is just like what you said. If you have you know a problem with the other one, technically you know based on their terms of service, if you do end up getting a channel terminated, then technically. Um, you know, you're not allowed to have another one, um, but just creating those separations. So in the event that something happens to one, it doesn't necessarily, you know, impact the other one in any way, shape or form. Um, yeah, I would, I would set those up separately. Next, we got Butterfly Gardening Inspirations. Um, they do gardening content. The goal of the channel is to inspire others to plant a butterfly garden. The question is, I do vlog style videos about things happening in my garden from new plants to raising butterflies. I cover such a variety of content. I find it challenging to write titles. Any can suggestions? I just, can I just say that is just like if you're making a YouTube channel about gardens and butterflies, mm -hmm. like I, I truly envy you. Yeah, like I, I envy you. Like that's got to be just most the most peaceful like what are you into gardening yeah. and butterflies yeah like that's awesome like I, t I like yeah that's awesome. hey we still have the stream yard window up by the way if yeah, you want to take that down i just put it back up oh you did i oh. just put it back oh, okay up. yeah jerry said that we still have it up yeah no i just put it back up i took it off a little bit and i put it back up We're yeah up. renee said the same thing he says that the uh h265 is a better quality a smaller file size um at the cost of more time to compress or export if bandwidth is tighter for you then rendering time uh, can help nice up on the screen hold on what is that legal-minded friends karen cole thank you for the super chat says um thanks nick and d for all the help that you give us i'm learning so much our pleasure six five is better um he says for streaming h265 or av1 is probably more important from users okay yeah i will say this and, and renee correct me if i'm wrong on this because i know you're the wrong guy. wrong you're no, the you're the apple guy in here yeah so in the apple phone that's the codec that they're using for to save space but it's not the most compatible mm. so that's one of the format options that they have Correct oh, me if I'm okay. wrong on that. yeah i i think it's the hevc that uh that apple uses as an option and i know when i was using that originally um, i would sometimes have compatibility issues when dragging that footage in i know in vegas it was a nightmare yeah 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 so I, i'm pretty sure that's that's what it is Next up, we got Pixie Dust Traveler. Pixie Dust Traveler, um, they upload one time per week or more. They do travel content. The goal of the channel is to provide entertaining travel videos and become full-time. The question is, can you explain what a good CTR is versus impressions? Like what is a good, good percentage? Example, 5,000 impressions and 5% CTR. So this is gonna be very dependent on your channel specifically. Um, and YouTube says they publicly state that the average on YouTube is between 2% and 10%, but they do not let us know what impressions that relates to but they just say between two and ten is the average across the platform so try to get it as high as you possibly can um, also when you are looking at your click-through rate don't look at it in the upside down triangle um, you know graph that they give you in the quick view instead go into your traffic sources report so you can see how you're performing on each individual page of YouTube this will give you just more insights and it'll help you problem solve so for example let's say that you are doing great in YouTube search then that means that you're doing an awesome job of being able to get people to click when they're looking for your content but if you are let's say you're not doing great on like home pages then that would tell you that okay when people are looking for it you're able to grab their attention there 
But when you're needing to just grab somebody's attention and pull them into it, you need to work on that, right? So, um, so it just helps you identify those types of things so that you can, you know, make sure that you're working on the right stuff trying to improve. Um, so because of that, just look in your traffic sources report. But another thing also is on your channel over time, That's another right. thing to think about is also looking at um, uh, averages on your channel. So, you know, for example, if you find out like, okay, typically my videos do well, by the time they hit this many impressions, then they usually have a click-through rate of about X on home pages. Then in that particular case, that gives you like a loose target to where you can at least say, if, uh, if a video isn't performing and you go in and you look there, um, if like the retention is okay, but then you look in there and be like, oh, okay, well, I'm way under what my average is, so then maybe um, I need to adjust the packaging in some way if it wasn't the topic itself, right? Um, so it just kind of helps you know better of the, of the moves that you need to make. Um, he said it's like H265 for photos, which Apple um, uses, but causes compatibility issues in other apps. Oh, interesting. So StreamYard, mm -hmm. we are where at. Where are we at? Um, where are we at? Yeah, I'll refresh too. Yeah, I wish we could see this in real time. 99.968 is where we're at. Yep, 99.968. Yep, so we need 30, 32 way, more. Is there a way with StreamYard's new uh, ability? I haven't tried this yet. You know how you can make your own layout now in StreamYard? Mm -hmm. If you resize that, will it crop? you know um i don't think so i almost went yeah, i don't for think it. so i almost just went for it but one thing <laughs> you can do is you can instead of showing social blade you can go into youtube's real-time count that's what we'll do yeah because if you go into youtube's real-time count then it at least shows you what's uh what's currently there okay but yeah i would definitely minimize that though um instead of keeping it up there the the whole yeah. time yeah that's what i'm wanting to do Super exciting that they're getting ready to cross uh, 100,000 subscribers. Like that's yeah. a that's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. Okay, so next up on the uh, list here, we've got Brandon's recovery. Says, "Hey D, hey." So next up, uh, we've got uh, let's see here, Pixie Dust Traveler. We did that one already. So next up, we've got John Drummond Photography. John John Drummond Photography does nature photography. The goal of the channel is to share my photographic journey, give some tips, and hopefully get monetized. The question is, I'm up to 1,319 subscribers after three years. Decent CTR and high percent of likes, um, very few dislikes, but view hours are low, and I have trouble reaching non-subscribers. I know nature photography is a niche market, but I'd like to break through somehow. Thanks for any tips. Okay, so when it comes to, uh, you know, like nature, uh, photography, I believe that what, yeah, nature photography. So, um, uh, my friend, Brian G Johnson, um, if you're familiar with him, he has a, you know, used to have, I mean, he still has a channel. He said an upload to it, um, about, you know, uh, you know, how to get views on YouTube and stuff. He started a photography channel and he does like, uh, you know, nature photography and, and that sort of thing. But one of the things that he started with when he started that channel was, focusing specifically on macro nature photography. So he's doing the close up of like, you know, bees on flowers, you know, things like that. And it allowed him to make epic thumbnails. So the thing I'm trying to express is if you are talking about, you know, nature photography, then I would definitely, since you're trying to reach photographers who are moved by imagery, um, I would try to, you know, make sure that the imagery that you're using in your thumbnails is is the best imagery that you can have from, you know, each individual, you know, session that you're that you're, you know, that you're taking with your pictures um, and uh, use that as the way to grab attention. And then when it comes to because you're sharing your photographic journey, you're giving some tips. Um, but, you know, let me look at your channel so I can see specifically in terms of the topics that you're talking about. One second. 
I'm making sure we look okay here on my playback. Here so on my, on my machine. Yeah. We're just like, oh, are we? Stutter city, but it's. Are you fine over there? Yeah, I'm smooth as butter yeah, over on my, my side. Machine then. Okay. Um. So let's see here. So hey, Brian G's in the house. Is he's he like, in the house? He's like Beetlejuice. Yep. Boom. There it is. Yeah. So Brian came in. And that's that's funny actually. Yeah. Yep. Say his name three times. Yeah. Here he here. is. Boom. I'm here for the. Yeah. So Brian's I'm recommendation. Here for the macro photography, Chuck. Brian's recommendation <laughs> is to cover the gear. Um, in terms of getting in front of people, but um, but basically, like one thing to think about is like right here, right? You say like my adventure in Rome be begins. So that particular video from the outside doesn't look like it's targeted towards photographers, right? This one is just about you taking a vacation somewhere, and it's not really clear that you know it's for a very specific audience. Um, the next one is you say I photographed my way across Rome. So here you have um, to the Trevely Fountain and beyond in the thumbnail, but you're in the thumbnail, which is fine, but you're covering up the imagery um, that you took with all of those words that are in the thumbnail. So I think you could actually work on that thumbnail by stripping away those words and, and putting more focus on the actual, you know, imagery itself or having different, you know, things from Rome in there to express that same idea that way and using less text. Because remember, the people that you're trying to reach, those people are, you know, they're into imagery. So because of that, you know, moving people with the imagery um, as a way to help them identify that, you know, this is something that, you know, stands out to them is definitely something to, uh, to consider. Um, but when you are, uh, you know, putting that out, I would just make sure also that that you're just being super clear because another thing that you have here is I failed at bird photography it's okay right it's a good title um, but it could definitely be better right if you targeted that towards the people that you're trying to help with your photography you know tips for those um, then in that particular case then you're making it about them and not making it about you right so it's like you know taking better bird pictures or you know three ways I found to you know get better pictures of birds things like that it changes the expectation of the video changes you know the value that people will expect to you know get out of that particular video so i would just consider you know things like that in terms of how you're how you're packaging uh, how you're packaging things up And think from yourself too, because you know you're a photographer, you're a nature photographer. So you know, think to yourself, like for the for the channels that you watch on YouTube about nature photography, like what are you clicking on? What's grabbing your attention? What is it that pulls you into the videos? And start using some of that um, as well as a way to uh, you know as a way to you know connect with other other photographers. Um, let's see here. So this is a common common thing. I'm going to put the, put this up here for a second. Okay. So out of the chat. Um, Ayuri, and I apologize. Oh, if sorry, I, I just clicked it. Go ahead and do it again. Uh, apologies if I say your name wrong here. Ayuri mm -hmm. says, I literally had a mental breakdown with YouTube a few days ago. I wanted to quit so bad because I'm tired of all the hard work I put in mm. to making stuff, but I don't get the results I want. What are your thoughts about expectations? So first, I want to say um, that when I first started my YouTube channel, um, it took me five months to get my first 150 subscribers on the channel. Right. During that time, I was just publishing videos. I knew and I understood from, you know, doing stuff in the past that in order to, um, you know, succeed at anything like you got to figure it out, like you have to put in the work, you have to try different things, you have to experiment, you have to learn what it is that you're doing, not just learning like how to make a video, not just learning how to make a thumbnail, not just learning how to write a title, but you got to learn like, okay, here's the here's the platform, right? Like, how does this whole thing like, you know, work? Am I using all the stuff that they're that they're that they're giving me? How can I use it in the best way? 
um, how can I, you know, design this stuff in a way to where, you know, people, you know, uh, will identify it or, or where I can, you know, start adding some real value to people. Um, when it comes to people starting YouTube channels, it's really easy to get caught up in the idea of like, I'm going to publish this video and it's going to get bunches of views on it. In some cases that happens. Um, however, for most of the channels that you're getting recommended on YouTube, you're getting recommended those channels because, you know, they're, they're performing well for that content or you're one of the test people, right, on content that, you know, isn't performing well. Um, but basically, you know, YouTube prioritizes performance. So in order to do well on YouTube, you have to get your content to a point to where it's competitive for the platform. And when you do that, then you're going to start seeing, you know, much better results. But when you are expecting a bunch um, and there's, there's two problems here, D. One is the expectation of like, hey, I'm publishing this, I should get views. Um, the second part is like, it's it's a lot of work and I'm just kind of like, you know, kind of like, you know, let down by the work. In my opinion, you know, like that work part, you should embrace that part because that is going to be the part that actually gets you, you know, all the stuff that you, you know, that you're after. Um, when it comes to, you know, that expectation on the performance though, um, you know, I would, I would come into it and say, okay, when I publish this video, I hope that it does well, but instead, um, I, I'm going to just look at this as I'm publishing these videos so I can learn how to do this. And if you keep doing that and by, by taking that approach, one, when you publish it, instead of looking at it like, Hey, this better get a bunch of views or I'm going to quit. You're looking at it through the lens of, okay, I'm going to publish this video. Um, I hope it does well, but if it doesn't, then that means that I've got a lot more to learn. And because of that, I'm going to, you know, work on my skill sets. I'm going to work on, you know, learning how to edit better, how to make better thumbnails, better titles and all that. What do you think, D? I came across a quote the other day from Usain Bolt. Mm. Usain Bolt is known as yeah. one of the greatest sprinters yep. of all time. Mm -hmm. And I took a note of this uh, because I thought it was fantastic. He says, and somebody said this in a video, so this might not be the exact quote. But somebody was repeating this in a video. And like, a, like a Einstein says something about Google. Yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. So what they said was, Usain Bolt says, I trained for four years to run nine seconds. Yep. And you want to give up because you're not getting the results you want in two months. Mm. Nice. I love that. He yeah. trained for four years to run nine seconds. Yep. And I was just like, man. Yeah. Talking about putting that in perspective. Yeah. Training for four years to run nine seconds. Yeah, that's good. That's incredible. It is. Right? It really is. Yeah. So, you know, the point of that is you got to have perspective. You have to understand that you're coming into this. All of us come into this uh, unless you come from a background of all of the things you have to do, wearing all the yeah. hats. You're coming in with no skills. You don't right. know how to do any of this stuff. You mm -hmm. have to teach your stuff how to do the stuff and how to do the stuff good enough to where it resonates with the target audience that you're trying to reach. Right. So as frustrating as YouTube can be, um, and I, we've all been there. Totally. We've, we've all put tons of work into what we thought yeah. was going to be the, this thing is going to go, but I'm yep. going to, this is the video, right? This is the one. And what happens? Sometimes they do well. Other sometimes times they tank. Sometimes yeah. they do well, but more <laughs> often than not, yep. it's just a nosedive. Yep. So look, man, you're, we're all in the trenches with you on this. Best thing you can do is just try to figure out why your videos are not doing well and be realistic and just say, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I don't know how to make effective thumbnails. Right. I don't know how to write good titles. I don't know how to package my videos properly. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to present well in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to edit well. Whatever it is. 
and you got to look. You got to look yourself in the mirror and just be realistic and say, "I don't know how to do this stuff." Yep. And then, just, but I'm going to learn. But I'm going to learn. Focus on things. Those things one at a time. Yep. Not yeah. I mean, this is hard, man. This is hard work. Brian G just mentioned because he's got several hundred thousand subscribers on the on the channel that he's commenting from right now, mm -hmm. and he says, "Um, it took me about two and a half years to gain momentum. YouTube is brutal and hard, yeah. but if you can learn to love the journey, then success will have you. Love that. Absolutely love it. Yeah. yeah another thing too, you know, like um, you know, everybody knows about Mr. Beast. Everybody's always talking about Mr. Beast. He's all over the internet. People are copying him, trying to be you know, trying to be him. Some people are successful at trying to be him, but um, but it took him ten years to get rolling. Right. So he basically was just grinding it out for a decade and then he he figured it out. Um, Colin and Samir, for those of you, you know, because you're watching my videos, so I'm sure, you know, some of you also watch Colin and Samir. Um, they're, you know, the, both of them, they had also been on YouTube, I believe, for like a decade or almost a decade. And then they hit their stride. Right. Um, so, you know, when it comes to this stuff, you know, like you, you have to make sure that you are keeping a perspective in terms of like, yeah, I want to do good and I want to do good quickly. In that particular case, you're going to have to lose the frustration because, you know, that frustration is going to hold you back. Instead, look at it as a challenge, right? And it's like, okay, if I want to do good quickly, then that means I need to publish enough content and I need to be developing my skills at a very high rate so that I can learn qu as quick as humanly possible so that it doesn't take me a decade. So every minute yeah. that I have that I'm not going to or that I, you know, could be spending doing, you know, trivial things like watching Netflix, I'm going to spend that time, you know, learning, watching Hellier Smith's videos on how to edit videos. Um, I'm going to spend, you know, that time watching design tutorials. I'm going to spend that time watching, you know, uh, videos on storytelling um, or listening to podcasts about storytelling, whatever. But basically, you know, just utilizing your time in a way that's going to give you that um, uh, advantage to be able to, you know, hit your goals faster is, is how you should be spending that time, in my opinion. Yeah, and, you know, and think of it also like we've all learned various things throughout still our still learning too we're still learning but whatever look we've all you know maybe you've tried to learn a second language maybe you've tried to learn how to play musical instruments maybe you learn how to paint or or, or sculpt or, or do something you would not excel at that if you did it occasionally right like if you want to get good at something even if it's a sport if you're going to get good at something you have to routinely practice and practice and practice so if you're just uploading once a, once a week right. once every two weeks twice a week that's not really practice right, right? Um, imagine, uh, i mean it's better than it's, it's better, better than nothing, than nothing. Like, if you're somebody that's like aggressive and you're like you know i want this like bad yeah, yeah but like you but you know when you're not publishing your video find that free time to practice building thumbnails or, right. or learning how to craft titles you know it's like going to the gym once a week like if right. all you did was go to the gym once a week you're probably not going to see the gains that you want to see as fast as you want to see them. Right. Versus if you went to the gym three or four times a week. Right. And you maintain the right diet for whatever it is you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So just throwing that out there. Facts. Love it. Yep. So uh, next up on our uh, list here. So really quick, um, just a reminder, if you are a live streamer and only do this, if you are a live streamer, um, StreamYard, which is a channel that we stream on, um, I stream there the last Tuesday of the month. Dee and Daniel stream over there when? second saturday of every month the second saturday of every month and we publish videos over there um as well um over on the Streamyard youtube channel um they're getting ready to cross a hundred thousand subscribers i think d yeah d has it on the screen right now they're currently at uh, 99,969. so if you are a live streamer and only go over there if you're a live streamer because if not the content's not going to be relevant to you and it's not going to you know do any good um but if you are a live streamer head over there subscribe to the channel um and uh we're, we're going to try to get them over 
over 100,000 subscribers while we're here on the stream today. Awesome. Another super chat. So uh, next up, oh, yep. super another super chat. chat. Thank you for the uh, super chat. It says, um, I came through this quote. Uh, I came through this quote this week. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. Absolutely. Without question. I love that. And, you know, with that quote, too, it's like, you know, when when it comes to, you know, that risk of like, you know, wh how far can I take this? Um, you know, it also creates a, a motivation as well, because then it's instead of it becoming like, OK, well, I'm only going to be motivated if X, Y, Z is happening. Then it's like I'm going to be motivated to see what I can make happen instead. Right. So, yeah, that's 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 fantastic. I absolutely love that. Absolutely love it. Um, let's see here. So next up on our list, we've got uh, Praise in Truth tutorials. The type of channel is a worship acoustic guitar tutorial channel. The goal of the channel is to make a way of learning worship acoustic guitar faster, easier, and less stressful. And the question is, I'm about to start a channel about learning and playing worship, worship acoustic guitar. I'm a bit confused that I can't find any existing content on YouTube for this niche in my language, Ukrainian. Does it mean that this topic is too narrow or not in demand? Um, as an opportunity to take an un or as, as an opportunity to take an unoccupied niche. So one thing that you can do is you could hop in Google Trends and you can look for or you can just go to, to the search bar on YouTube and type in um, acoustic guitar. What is it? Acoustic guitar. Sorry, worship acoustic guitar, how to play worship acoustic guitar, those types of things. And YouTube will automatically show you things related to that that people are looking for. And that will give you some insight on if people are, you know, actively looking for that or not. You can also use TubeBuddy for this as well for in their keyword explorer. You can use it for similar research. Um, but the idea is, you know, you can, uh, you know, go through the process of just making sure that it is something that people are interested in. But if not, in that particular case, if it's something that you know is needed, but it's not available, absolutely, you can be the first to make that content. And just because it's not available doesn't mean that it's not something that people would like if they were introduced to it. So you can absolutely do that. But it can be helpful if you're like, hey, you know what, when I am going to do this channel, um, maybe I'm going to make it not necessarily like, uh, oh, well, yeah, you could make it about acoustic guitar and then work the worship stuff in there. So then that way you are getting in front, you know, you're giving yourself the opportunity to get in front of more people, but out of those more people, then you're kind of filtering some of them into the, you know, into the very specific worship related videos as well. Um, so, you know, either one of those approaches I think would be, um, I think would be okay. But, um, but yeah, if you're, if you're going into it and you can't find anybody looking for anything, then in that particular case, you know, make a, you know, handful of videos, dedicate some time to it and see if you can, you know, create that niche. Um, but, but, uh, you know, you might find Super that people trash. are, have been waiting for you to make it, or you might find that, you know, people just aren't interested in, you know, that at scale. Um, but the only way you're going to find out is if you, you know, is if you give it a shot. Did you get Eric's super chat? Uh, Eric, super thank you for super chat. Says the Daniel Batal and Dean Nimmin live streams on StreamYard are awesome. They are. Says you'll learn a ton and it's a fun game show format. Yeah, super fun. Yeah, I love how you guys do that stream. Super, super fun. Even your intro where you guys are like, yeah, I love it. That yeah. is the most difficult live stream. Is it? Yeah. How, how come? Why? Man. Okay. So when you watch it, mm -hmm. it, lo it, you know, it looks fairly smooth. Yeah. 
but dude, there's like la- there's like backgrounds and there's layers and there's sound effects mm. and there's all the- yeah. I mean, it's it's this. Oh, okay. Whole, yeah. It's, okay. It's an hour nice. and a half of this. Nice. You know, he's he's running. You know, his mouth a million miles a second, and I'm hitting all the stuff. And because every time I switch, I got to redo the overlay. And, and he's like, "What do you think, D?" And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> "I don't know. I'm working with the overlays over here. Leave me alone." <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, it's. It's this the whole hey, time. Hey, Andrew. Andrew Cans in the house. Hey. He says, love StreamYard. Absolutely. Hey, so, dude. Andrew. Listen. Hey, look, dude. Here's, here's what. Yeah. No, here, let, we let, got something we want to present to you here. Where does right, go, D. Okay, Andrew. Here's what we're going to do. As you know, StreamYard's about to hit 100,000. You're running the channel over there. Uh, just give us permission, yes or no. We want to go live uh, when this hits 100,000. We yep. want to go live on the StreamYard channel. Yep. And, and kind of celebrate. Yep. Can you do us a favor? Yeah. And either one, give us permission now, or two, if you if you have the availability, could you send an email or a, a message to whoever it is that you need and see if uh, we can get permission to uh, to do that? Yeah. Like I, we don't want to step on anything. Like if I'm, I'm sure you guys probably have something planned yeah. for it. Just we don't want to. Yeah, Just, we don't want to step on that. But uh, but you know, but you know, we're uh, we're super pumped for uh, yeah. you know for the channel Just across 100k. So quick little celebration. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah, right, D. Come on, that'll turn into like six hours. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes. Right. Yeah, in our world, that means like three hours. Two, yeah. di- two days later. Yep. He said he's, he, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said he's going to send some emails. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Appreciate it. I mean, we just got access. We're just going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, we that, that was like our nice way of yeah. saying that, yeah, we're just going to go you for got, it and you, do it Andrew, anyway. you get about 15 minutes. <laughs> we're we're gonna just going to go for it. <laughs> no, but yeah, we'll, we'll wait for that uh, confirmation because I don't Fif- know if you guys have something planned and, you know, and, and all that stuff. So. 15 minutes. We'll wait 15 minutes is what yeah. he's saying. So we're up to 972. Yeah. So we're getting close. Getting close. I feel like we should go live over there and give stuff away. Hmm. Interesting. What would we give away? StreamYard accounts? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. So uh, let's see here. So next up, we've got... We're peacocks, man. You got to let, let, let us fly. You got to let us fly. So good. <laughs> Amy says, my time, uh, my sense of time is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should see that when you're waiting for me at a restaurant. Yeah, it's, uh, no. it's interesting there, too. No, full, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm always on time. Full disclosure. Most of the time on time. He's always early. Yeah. I'm always late. Yeah. Yeah. D's five minutes means that like he's getting dressed when he's like, yeah, I'll be there in five minutes. That means he's like, you know, probably just got out of the shower. He's got probably another, you know, probably 15 minutes before he gets ready. And then however long it's going to take to get over there. He's exaggerating. Live streaming pros in the house. What's going on, Luria? I hope that you're doing fantastic. Luria, nice, to, how you doing? Uh, nice to see you in here. She's like, go StreamYard, go. Absolutely. Hope that you are doing fantastic. That's another channel for you live streamers. If you are a live streamer. Or she, a live streamer. Or a live streamer, either yes. one. She puts out amazing content that also helps uh, live streamers as well. So make sure that you go check out uh, Luria over at Live Streaming Pros as well. They do some really cool stuff over there. They dig into the nitty gritty of pretty much every live streaming thing that you can think of. So definitely make sure to check her out uh, over there as yeah. well. Hope you're doing well, Luria. I haven't talked to you. Yeah, I hope you're doing great. I haven't talked to you forever. Forever? Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Yeah. So uh, next up, we've got uh, Camping Pups RV. Um, They've been on YouTube for less than a year. They do tips and tricks uh, for RVs. The goal of the channel is to build a larger community and eventually monetize. And the question is, um, we've just started to get a little traction on some videos, but when we have a couple, um, but then we have a couple go nowhere. What do you do when a video gets no impressions at all? Is there an area to focus on um, or going private then list again? So if it's getting no impressions at all, if it was me, I would just take it down if it's a long form video and it doesn't get anything 
then there's a glitch or, you know, something happened there um, because YouTube always tests content, right? So um, if you're getting zero, then in that particular case, I would, I would take it down, uh, you know, maybe, you know, make sure the video file's okay, make sure everything's fine, make sure you don't have anything like explicit or anything like that that's in the, in the title or something like that, and then, um, and then upload it and try again. Um, I would just do that once, though. Um, if you still have that same problem, then I would reach out to Team YouTube on Twitter. Um, you just at team YouTube um, and let them know that you're having the problem show them a screenshot like like hey I'm getting zero impressions on this um, so that you know they can be informed and they can look into it and see if there is some type of um, issue of some kind um, let's see here next up on the list yeah Larry says um, thanks um, it's been forever since I've been able to hang it is all good it's nice to see you uh, nice to see you in here hope that you're doing awesome Gloria at BitSummit uh, no no you can go either no I don't, I don't think she she might have been actually i'm not sure I, I didn't run into her though but i don't, I don't think so we should have been hanging yeah <laughs> like everyone, so. we could yeah sipping wine <laughs> talking about all those losers at mid summit we're just like hanging, <laughs> hanging out at the beach or something uh, that's funny yeah mojitos <laughs> so jerry papandria is our uh is our next uh is, is the next channel um he does food analysis um the goal of the channel is to build a community around delicious food and then the question is what's better making new content intending to drive viewers to an older related video or making new content intending to drive viewers into a newer related video within the last one to two months um so so what's best is to think about which one of those would be the best fit for the viewer that's interacting with that video at that moment in time because you know there's the strategy side of things and making sure that you're trying to send people wherever but then there's also like what's best for the viewer right so um so if it comes to like you know an old related video or a new related video um in that particular case i would just default to like which one of these would be best for the viewer and increase the likelihood of of that viewer continuing their session with that particular video and hopefully making it to the end of that one and continuing their session uh you know as well um in terms of if everything was exactly the same and you could send them to a newer one or you could send them to an older one i would send them to a newer one because you're probably better now than you used to be um in terms of how yeah. you put your videos together and you know things like that um but another thing that i would look to there just to you know prove that is um just go and look and see you know which one has a better retention on it um if everything else was exactly the same i would just go and look to see which one has better retention on it and then uh and then you know send them to uh to that particular one but prioritize the viewer though so if the viewer is you know uh you know if they if you think they would be better suited for that older video based on them proving their interest in the content they're watching now send them to that if you think it would be the new one then in that case send them to the new one got a super chat oh andrew can was not at bit summit either no, no, Andrew. he wasn't. Andrew, yeah. man, it should have been me, you, and Luria hanging out on the beach. <laughs> so, um, Dr. Finance, uh, thanks for the super chat. Says, hey, Nick and D, um, why and how do some YouTubers go live, but their video is still playing from days before? For example, Miss Rachel has a video um, from last month still playing. News channels do this too. So, there's different services that you can use for this. Um, so, basically, what you have to get is you have to get a, a VPS, a virtual private server. Um, uh, I've actually ran uh, live streams like that. It was live for uh, an entire year. Um, and uh, basically, it's a 24 7 live stream. And um, I know YouTube is actually testing a feature now. So, so, they might be using that particular feature. But another way to do it is um, to where you use a service like Obubble. That's who I used um, for mine. We're getting, um, a, we're getting a speakeasy raid. A speakeasy raid? Yeah, we got we got nice. a, we got the speakeasy coming in. Escape from speakeasy sent us. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Love it. Thank you. They're What's bringing, going on, speakeasy squad? To bring in bears. Yep. So uh, so when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, you know those those channels. Um, uh, 
basically if you're putting content on like a loop essentially like a very long loop where they can go through a bunch of videos or whatever then in that particular case um, you can use a service like obubble and then with obubble all it is is it's basically a computer essentially at a hosting company or a server at a hosting company and you pay for that and then you can access that computer through your computer and everything looks just like you're on your normal computer but you're accessing theirs instead and then you set up the stream there and then you hit go and then they guarantee like a you know a certain amount of uptime and things like that and um and then it'll just keep pushing that stream there um on the loop that you set up so there's you know details to that in terms of you know setting up playlists and things like that but in a nutshell that's how people do it now again youtube is testing a similar feature to where they are showing um, i think linus tech tips might have this right now too to where they're showing uh you know like certain videos from that channel in a loop you know um as a live stream so it the, what you're seeing could be them testing that or it could be uh, them, you know, using uh, that same service that uh, that I was talking about. Welcome to everybody coming over from Speakeasy. What's going on? Hope that you are all doing fantastic. Thanks for the uh, raid. Yep. Nice to uh, nice to see everybody here. So uh, next up, are we on screen D or do we go down? Uh, oh, we went down for a second on no, my view. Maybe we're, not. We're up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like when I when I loaded it, everything was black. Oh. Yeah, I've been having some glitchy things over here too, hmm. so I, I don't know. All right, so um, so, so next up on our list, we've got where are we at with Streamyard? The Bears. They call. I think that I, I think they're Speakeasy Bears. Nine seven three. Okay. Love What's it. a Speakeasy Bear? I think they call themselves the Bears. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got Welcome, it. Welcome, Bears. Okay. Nice. Nice. Love it. We are Bears. Okay. Nice. Love, Love it. it. Welcome. Welcome to the stream. So uh, Andrew says, waiting on an answer um, to see what's up there with uh, with StreamYard. All right, you got 10 minutes. Yep. So if you are a live streamer, just a quick reminder, go subscribe to the StreamYard channel if you want um, to do that. Um, we both stream on there. We both publish content over there. They're getting ready to cross 100,000 subscribers. We're trying to take them over that you know threshold here uh, during the stream. So we're just mentioning it from time to time. So um, if you are a live streamer and only if you're a live streamer that you think would, you know, that and you would enjoy that content, um, then, you know, make sure that you uh, head over there and uh, check that out a hundred thousand yeah do you remember when you hit a hundred thousand um i do where were you yeah oh you mean actually like my yeah, place yeah, you, i was you, yeah you, i was in mountain front okay yep i was in mountain front and um uh, basically i was just sitting there staring at the computer until it hit were you live streaming it uh or were you like just alone no, like a, that like, one that one i didn't i didn't live stream you're just sitting in the dark yeah but lonely. i i was but yeah. i but i did hit uh i did hit uh, a bunch of other milestones while live streaming. Like I hit like 30K live streaming, 40K live streaming. I think I might've hit 50K mm -hmm. live streaming, um, but a hundred, um, I wasn't live for that one. I think I did mine live. Did, did you? I? I think so. Did you? I'm pretty sure I was live. Nice. Nice. I think so. So uh, next yeah, up. Yeah, I did. I did. Did you? Somebody rec screen recorded it. Oh, You nice. screen recorded it. Did I? You sent it to me. Oh, okay. Okay. I think you did. All right. Somebody did. Okay. Somebody did that looks like pretending to be you. Huh. Yeah, I wonder what was going on there. Yeah, could have been yeah. Dan. An imposter. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> so um, Life on the Blacktop um, is the next Ooh, channel. I like that name. I do too. Yeah. Um, they do travel and van life content. I thought for sure it was going to be basketball. I thought it was going to be basketball or skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> so travel and van life. Uh, the goal of the channel is to share our travel journey and hopefully inspire others to travel more. Yeah, Life on the Blacktop is another way to say Life on the Road. Yep. I, I get yep. it now. I get it. It just took me a minute. Clever. 
So um, the question is, do you have any tips on what to do after changing your niche? I know it's not recommended, but we did it anyway. Started with motorcycle travel, got roped into doing install and maintenance videos by brands. Now we have moved on to traveling in our van, but it's serving the van videos to a motorcycle crowd. We unlisted old maintenance videos already. So yeah, if you're going in a completely different direction, then of course you have that option to you know unlist stuff. Um, or you could start a completely new channel, depending on you know how much of an audience you've gained. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, if you're making content that's completely irrelevant to people that are you know watching that other content, then that other content doesn't really serve you know any real purpose. So because of that, um, you know, if, if you are you know gonna completely pivot the channel, if it was mine you know um then in that particular case i would say um you know uh, and, and don't do what i'm telling you because you know you need more context you need to make sure that this is the direction that you're going to go don't, and you know all these other things don't do what i'm about to tell you right yeah. but, but i'm just telling you the path that you could take if you decide to take this option if it was mine i would actually just delete the videos um that you know that are uh you know not related to that audience at all and then i would just you know publish a lot of content in the direction um, that i'm wanting to move the channel into so one thing that YouTube recommends, and they just say to just do it, right? Um, but basically, they said go live in the Streamyard channel. Oh, they said we can. No, no, that's what, that's what YouTube says. Oh. <laughs> YouTube says just go live in the Streamyard channel, hundred thousand. Yeah, but but basically the the whole thing is like yes, you absolutely can pivot channels. Um, um, but basically like as you do the pivot, um, they recommend that you do it in like increments, right? To where you have like you know a certain amount of the content that's going to like your core audience still, um, and then you have your experimental content that pivots it. But you're just like hey, we're going all in. We're just turning the turning the boat, and <laughs> you just did it. Um, so because of that, um, you know if that other content is relevant anymore if it was me i would take it off um but you know definitely make sure that you are you know ready to commit to that if you are going to do that keep in mind that when you do take that off um you know that could impact you know the channel overall those types of things so just be super cautious if you are going to do that um but that is you know an option that you uh that you have um let's see here next up on I the realize we've list. never done a stream yard stream in this setting no we have not here no, we have not. No. Andrew. No. He, he sent the emails. He said he's waiting for a response. Seven minutes, man. I'm starting to itch. No, we still got like an hour. I feel like I want to just... Yeah, we got plenty of time. I still. just want to go live there and assert my dominance. Oh, nice. just, just to let them know. Just turn the camera on and just look into it. <laughs> turn the, yeah, just turn the camera on. Just, yeah. <laughs> just look. Don't just say mad anything. eyeball just, just keep getting closer just, to it. Yeah, just yeah. zoom in slowly. Slow zoom. Right? Yeah. Slow and just like, congratulations. Right. 100,000 subscribers. Congratulations. Right. So Mike and uh, Rihanna's Adventures is our next question here. They do travel, cruising, and adventure channel. The goal of the channel is to bring people along in our travels, cruising, and adventure. we got a lot of travel content here today. Um, uh, the question on. is, uh, would a I website help build subscribers to our channel? Um, so in general, no. Um, however, if you have a website and on that website you are, you know, writing blogs and things like that, that would also serve that same audience. Those blogs get indexed by Google and the other textual search engines, and you're embedding videos into them and things like that. Then in that particular case, technically long term, yes, it could bring in some subscribers that way. Um, but all of that work and effort, um, just spend that time working on making really good videos, and then you'll be ready to rock and roll. Tiffany's like, yay, travel channels, <laughs> right? Life but yeah, but just spend that time. Uh, you know, doing doing that. Life on the blacktop mm -hmm. says that they were. I guess they removed content, did a channel pivot, and they lost two million views in the process. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. Wow. That's what I mean. Like, like when you delete videos off your channel, and this is a really important important thing to remember. So, a couple of things. So, the very first low zoom. 
the very first, if you delete videos off of your YouTube channel, the first thing that you're going to deal with is you're going to take a loss of public view counts and public watch time. Keep in mind, if you are currently monetized and some of those videos are the primary drivers of watch time to your YouTube channel that helps keep you within that 4,000 hours of watch time that you need to qualify for the partner program every year, if you delete those videos, then it could cause you to get demonetized if you do not hit that requirement again. So because of that, that's what I was saying before about like, don't do it because you need to have more context. You need to make sure that, you know, you know, all of the, you know, all of these types of things about it. Um, but I'm just saying that's what I would do because I already understand, you know, those things and the risks that are involved. Um, but, you know, just be super, you know, super careful with it because you do, you'll lose those public view counts and you'll lose the public watch time um, as well. And when people do that, you can actually go to their social blade and you can see those huge dips that they take. Um, but then, you know, they'll usually have, you know, recoveries that, you know, very nice um, recoveries in some cases that come after it. We just lost the StreamYard subscriber. Did we? Yep. Tightened uh, the, we, we just tightened the tribe up a little bit. Yep, that's all it was. Tightened the tribe. Yep, tightened yep. it up. Yep. So, uh, see here, next up on Super the list. Chat. Super chat. Um, let's see here. Dr. Finance says, hey, Nick, um, if you hit 100,000 subscribers, what level should your AdSense revenue be at at that point? By the way, I just subscribed to StreamYard. Thanks. My pleasure. Um, and make sure that you're only subscribing over there if you're a live streamer um, because that's the content, you know, that that's the audience that that channel's for. Um, but in terms of, you know, um, what you should be getting in your AdSense revenue, um, there's no rule in terms of what you should be getting in your AdSense revenue at 100,000 subscribers because you might have 100,000 subscribers and 99,000 of those came from, like, shorts. Um, you might have 90 or 100,000 subscribers and all of those came from long form, but you might not necessarily be getting a lot of views on your on your channel, right? Um, depending on the niche that you're in. So for example, if you're in like finance, then let's say that you're getting, you know, 10,000 views a video, then in that particular case, you know, you're probably going to get, you know, more out of your, you know, ad revenue than you would if you made content like mine. Um, but one thing that I can tell you is that if you have 100,000 subscribers on your YouTube channel, if you are not already diversifying your income, you need to start working on that. Um, because uh, if you are only relying on AdSense and you are taking things seriously enough to where you're getting your channel to 100,000 subscribers and you're gonna keep rolling with that, um, in that particular case, you wanna make sure that you are doing the other things. Like you have your, you know, some personal products if your content type supports it, um, that you have, uh, you know, affiliate, uh, you know, uh, links attached to what it is that you're doing and you're actively promoting some of those things, that you have some type of like crowdfunding in place and all that. Um, because, you know, AdSense can be great and you can make a lot of money from AdSense, um, but a lot of other things can make a lot more money. So because of that, you know, you just, you want to make sure that you're always looking at, you know, different ways that you can make money with your content type um, because you want to kind of build that pad, right? And when you have those other things, um, in addition to sponsorships and, you know, those types of things as well, when you have those things, another thing that, that is also advantageous is when you promote things as an affiliate or you have sponsors or any of that. Also, in addition to YouTube, if you also publish on like TikTok and Instagram and, you know, other places, then you're also, you know, you're, you're just adding more security, a little bit of work, but you're adding more security to what it is that you're doing as well. So in the event, you have a problem somewhere, then um, then in that particular case, you have fallbacks, um, you know, if you're going to be a professional content creator, um, then you have those fallbacks in place and you can also use those other platforms also amplify what it is that you're already doing um if you also have you know the other ways that you monetize as well so um so because of that you know you should definitely as a content creator um regardless of where you're at in your journey you should be thinking about like okay what are the ways that i can make money from what it is that i'm doing i have a video on my youtube channel called how to start a video to make money or how to start a youtube channel to make money 
go watch that video and I talk about how to look at your competitors, how to see what it is that they're doing. I have a free spreadsheet. It's a Google sheet, I think, um, that you can, you know, like download and you can, you know, start filling in the blanks there to where you can really understand how people in your niche are making money. Um, I really recommend that you check out that video. But the whole idea is just making sure that, that you are, you know, um, regardless of where you're at, if you're wanting to do this as your thing, as your sole income, make sure that you are, you know, um, diversifying the ways that you're making money because, you know, sometimes maybe your views are down but some of the other things that you're doing are still generating more than enough revenue or maybe sometimes your views are up and then that allows you to really you know do well um and then you know you're able to take that and then do other things with it you know uh, while you stabilize or whatever the thing end up, ends up being so just make sure that you uh that you are considering all of that kd we're down to 19. Ooh, getting close man getting close, getting close. yep I'm gonna put that back up just for a moment here so uh, next up, we've got Circle H Scuba. Did we do this one already? Okay, no, we didn't. Um, let's see here. Sir, uh, they do scuba diving, education, and how-to content. The goal is to earn a full-time living. And the question is, how would you recommend best balancing search-based evergreen videos with recommended suggested videos that perf perform well in different areas? Recommended videos of mine get more views and growth. Search-based evergreen um, are, of course, getting less views initially, and I hope over time will be a library of content to keep me growing. Should I balance this when I produce one video per week at the moment? Yeah, so, um, so this is going to come down to like what it is that you're trying to do, right? So when it comes to search traffic, search traffic can be very stable traffic. Um, so basically meaning like, you know, if people are actively looking for a very specific thing, like, you know, in your case, scuba, um, if they're looking for how to solve problems around that, you have videos that show those people how to solve those problems, then in that particular case, it can create just really stable traffic for your YouTube channel. When it comes to recommendations, that is where you can have the fastest growth. That's where you can like really blow your channel up. So because of that, um, I would start being intentional about he said we're good to go on StreamYard. awesome sweet um so not, not like we weren't not gonna do it <laughs> like that was just like a courtesy <laughs> like that was a, that was a professional courtesy that's uh, all that was thank you andrew super yeah, appreciate andrew. it man thank you um but basically when you are um uh you know looking at search base versus you know recommendation traffic so again if you're wanting to just like blow the channel up then in that case focusing on you know recommendation traffic is is how you do that um but if you are are wanting to balance it out then in that particular case um i would make your um search based content things that will lead people into um, you know, like affiliate offers and, you know, things that, you know, you would be able to make money from as well. So then you not only create that stabilization for the channel, but you also create it for the income that you're generating from the channel as well, in addition to alternative monetization. Um, and then for the uh, recommendation content um, uh, for that stuff, I would make that, you know, for the purpose of, you know, growing the channel. And then some of that you can be promoting stuff too, but I would make that, you know, content for the purpose of, of promoting the channel. So depending on how aggressive you're trying to be on growth and, you know, versus income and that kind of stuff, um, then um, you could do one and one if you want, or you could say like, okay, if I publish, you know, four videos a month, then in that particular case, um, I'm going to have three videos where I'm just going for it. And I'm trying to grab attention for recommendations. And I'm going to have one video a month that I put out for YouTube search. Um, um, but keep in mind, you can double dip. So, you know, just because you're targeting yeah. one doesn't mean that you can't also get the other, because if you have a good video and it does well in search, then if people are responding to it, like it's going to get recommended anyway. Um, so one thing to make sure that you're thinking about is if I'm going to be publishing this video and I want to get like, I fully want to maximize this workshop your topic 
before you even make the video, workshop the topic and think of how to frame it in a way that would make it appropriate for YouTube search and for recommendations. Um, and then think of how to frame it from the outside or how to package it from the outside in a way to where it's optimized for YouTube search, but it's also super compelling. So if somebody were to see it on a homepage, they would also respond to it and come into the video, right? That's the best approach because then you're giving your chance, you're giving yourself the chance to go after both with the same piece of content. But not every piece of content is gonna be perfect for that, but if you can do that, which with your content you're gonna be able to, um, if you can take that approach, then every single video that you publish, you're giving yourself the opportunity for search and you're giving yourself the opportunity for uh, for recommendations, you know, to do really well in recommendations um, also. Got some super chats from Mike Phillips. Mike Phillips, thank you for the super chats, man. Super appreciate it. it says I'm um, just super to support chat. you guys because um, you support all of us. Thank you so much for that. Super appreciate it. He's also got the member one that says coming up on five years as a member. Oh, nice. Crazy. Uh, love it. A lot of love for the so Nimonati crew. Love for the Nimonati crew. Thanks, Nick and D. beard, man. Oh, yeah, it's man. Just, He's rocking a good beard. Oh, yeah, dude, it's good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a monster good. beard, man. It is. I it's regret good. shaving my beard when I left Mexico. Do you? It was just itching too much, man. Yeah. Zach Talks Tech was telling me I got to put, like, you know, uh, the oil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, man, it just, like, it just got too much. Mm. And it, yeah. I'm looking. I've got beard envy. I'm looking at his beard here. And I'm beard like, envy. I got right. beard envy. Yeah. <laughs> There's something that comes with the beard. You yeah. get the beard and you just feel, you feel beardly. Yeah, you do. You're <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I want to like go outdoors and like do chop, do, do man stuff. I want to chop wood. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I don't. I never want to do that ever. Yeah. Doesn't matter how long my beard gets. Yeah, yeah. you don't want you don't want me chopping wood. So uh, Martha Henry, uh, Oops, master. I just, I just turned her off by accident. Master uh, Gardner, and we're at uh, nine eighty-three. Okay, so here's so. Here, go ahead. Do we do we hit it here or do we hit it over there? And what are we going to do about a thumbnail? Um, so if you want to make a thumbnail, I can't. If I if I open Photoshop on this while we're streaming, I can't. I can't make a thumbnail right now. I mean, technically I could, I mean, but you come on. But, but you could you yeah, can carry the stream right. and we could live stream we could show people how to make a thumbnail. how to make a thumbnail yeah we could um uh, i'd rather be... answer questions because i think that adds more value because a lot of people know. aren't even using photoshop and you know things like that so Ooh, we got a new channel member 888 glow vlog welcome to the nimanati make sure that welcome when you get the chance you go to, to nimanvip.com it's going to redirect you to our members only facebook group if you can do that before the stream is over um it's going then i'll be able to let you in as soon as the stream's done also keep in mind so for all of you that are channel members right now another thing i want to let you know um right now um that with zaggy dk dk's help um he was in there um today and last night getting everything like set up for everybody we are going to um start up the community discord again so we're going to have the public area where, you know, anybody can come in and get, you know, the help that they need. And then we're also going to have it to where if you are a channel member, you're also going to have a different section in there um, to where, you know, you, you as a channel member are going to be able to, you know, um, get your own feedback and get your own interaction. And it's just going to be, you know, that area in there um, for, for the channel members as well. So um, just as a heads up, you know, for all you channel members, just to let you know that, um, that, that all of that should be ready this week. Um, so as soon as it's ready, um, I'll let you know in um, I'll let you know uh, in the Facebook group of course um, but I'll also probably go live or something like that and let people know that the discord is available now or we'll just announce it all you know this time uh, this time next week 
Job O'Thaniel says, I uh, hope I'm saying that right, man. I apologize if not. Says, thank you guys for all the help. I've been um, optimizing the content using TubeBuddy, but I feel YouTube restricts my reach. Um, I had uh, 10 million subscribers. Nice, dude. Ooh. Nice work on 10,000 subs. Yeah, so um, you feel that YouTube is restricting your reach. Hey, do me a favor, man. Hit me up on, send me a DM on Twitter. Um, and, um, the weekend, like as soon as I'm done with this stream, like I'm done until Tuesday. Um, so, uh, if you send me a DM on Twitter, um, then, uh, then we can, you know, just have a conversation. I'm not trying to sell you anything cause I'm not taking on any clients or anything like that right now anyway. Um, but, uh, um, but just hit me up on, on DM and we can, we can talk and see if I can just, you know, identify anything that, you know, that might be kind of weird there. So just shoot me a message on, uh, on Twitter. I I'm going to make a thumbnail really quick. Just something really really quick so, so martha henry's master gardener um says they upload one time per week or more um the question is not about mobile they do gardening content the goal of the channel is to reach 100,000 subscribers by the end of 2024 and the question is how can i attract more subscribers please provide please provide me with five tips for a channel makeover thank you i really appreciate your feedback um so in terms of a channel makeover i would need to actually pull up the channel and look at it live and you know all that stuff so i'm not going to do that but in terms of attracting more subscribers the thing that you have to make sure that you are thinking about is when you are you know publishing content to the you know to a channel um you know people are going to be experiencing that content and they are going to be deciding if they're going to subscribe or not um, based on the value you know that they're getting from from your content now there are things that you can do in terms of asking people to subscribe and the way that you ask is also important um, but you can ask people to subscribe if you do you want to try to do it in a non-interruptive way so in your case you're doing gardening super simple so while they're watching the video let's say you're planning something or you're digging something or something like that then you can just say in passing hey by the way um, if you're enjoying this you know i put out videos like this every you know whatever your schedule is um so make sure you subscribe right um and then by doing that you're just reminding people that are engaged in the content to hit that subscribe button um so that's extremely effective um and it works in terms of getting people to you know subscribe to your youtube channel but keep in mind they're only going to subscribe if they are getting value from what it is that you are putting out so just make sure that all of that is clear make sure that you are serving a very you know certain uh, a, a specific type of viewer uh, with your content as well um, so that they can look at your YouTube channel when you ask them to subscribe for the people that are like super protective of their subscriptions they can look at your YouTube channel and they can say like oh yeah all of this content is great I want to subscribe so I can make sure that I can come back and watch this stuff um, so just make sure that you know everything is in alignment there um, so that when you do ask people to subscribe some people will subscribe on the spot some people will explore your channel things like that and then they'll make the call then I've got Photoshop open so if things get a little bit choppy okay um, I'm just doing something really simple just okay. for the sake of living in this. You know what? I don't know if while I'm live right where right now it's streaming is at nine, eight, nine, eighty three. So I'm not sure if while I'm live, if I can set up a redirect, but that would be epic. So let me I'm going to see if I can Let's do see. that here really quick. OK, just so that, uh, you know, when it's time, we can uh, we can just hop over there real quick. Yeah. So we're working on all kinds of stuff live. here. Yep. We're trying to. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if I can change that setting while I'm live, but I'm, I'm about to find out. Yep. Um, so let's see here, go into customization. Yeah, so once you schedule that stream, I can add the redirect. Okay. Yep, so just let me know, uh, yep, let yep, me yep. know once it's done. Okay. Yep. So um, let's see here. So next up, we've got living in Diz, D-I-Z. Um, 
Uh, let's see here. They upload every other day. They've been making videos for one year or more. Um, the type of channel is live streams in Disney World. The goal of the channel is to share Disney um, with those who can't be there. Super cool. The question is, subscriber growth has slowed compared to some newer channels. We're trying to use TubeBuddy to max out our tags in our description, etc. Any tips, tips for subscriber growth? So here's the thing. When you are um you know using tubebuddy to max out the tags in your description remember that your tags are just like a supportive thing they're not even really that important anymore that's why you want to use tubebuddy so you can just quickly be like yeah this is relevant this is not um instead of spending like any time on it as soon as that doesn't matter youtube's going to remove that box as soon as it doesn't matter 100 um but you know it's just not that important anymore so i still use them because the box is there and that's kind of the best practice when it comes to youtube features so you should too but as soon as it you know doesn't matter 100 they'll take the box away Mm -hmm. um, so, so the thing that is going to move the needle for you more than anything else is the actual content itself, right? So in terms of the ideas that you have, because everybody that goes to Disney world is making, not everybody, but every like Disney world, YouTube channel, they're making videos about like, Hey, you know, we took this ride, you know, things like that trying to find a way to stand out topically against some of the other things that people are doing so that they're not just watching the same video over and over again from, you know, different channels um, is definitely something that, you know, that that would be important to try to do so that you can stand out and actually give the community that like to watch Disney content, Disney World content, um, so you can give them something different, right? A different experience. Um, in addition to that, when it comes to people subscribing to your channel, when it comes to subscriber growth compared to, you know, some newer channels, keep in mind that people respond to different content and different creators differently. So some of that might come down to them asking people to subscribe where you don't, or if you both ask people to subscribe, it could come down to the way that you say it. Um, if neither of you ask people to subscribe, then it could just be that particular creator, um, you know, for whatever reason, the audience that's interacting with them could just resonate with them more. Um, it could be that, you know, when, people are watching your content you could be doing things that are interruptive to their experience which causes them to you know not get all the way through your video or not get as far um, and then therefore you know that can impact you negatively in terms of long-term video performance and stuff like that um, but the idea is you know focusing on subscriber growth is less important than focusing on view counts that are coming in um, so make sure that you're being aware of that because the way that YouTube works now so you know through all this time subscriber counts is like super important now it's still important because it does you know create like a perspective right when people are interacting with your content in terms of like oh this must be good because a lot of people like it or whatever so it does create that it also unlocks youtube features and you know those sorts of things so you know it does have its value but the thing that's going to matter the most is when you're publishing videos if people enjoy that content enough to watch it in its entirety or to watch it long enough and to just interact with it enough to where youtube deems it as a satisfactory experience for those viewers if that happens then youtube is going to follow that person around youtube for you know the next few days or maybe the next few weeks testing your different content against that person that really enjoyed that video so because of that if they subscribe youtube might you know still recommend your content to them and they still might come in and watch it but what i'm saying is they don't have to subscribe in order for youtube to recommend your content to them again so because of that focus all of your efforts on the viewer experience focus all of your uh attention on like how you're packaging everything up from the outside because that's step one of the viewer experience right what's what is going to actually pull people into this video focus on that then once they come into the video 
What about this hook, right? When this video first starts, what about this is going to grab the attention of people that are interested in Disney World and cause them to think, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I clicked on. This is what I expected. Um, let's see what's going to happen here. Um, and then from there, just start breaking that down over the duration of the video in terms of, okay, why would, the, why would somebody care about this part of the video? Is this part of the video important to get us to this next part of the video? Does it help add to the story or the experience that we're having and so on? And cut out as much as you possibly can to make for a tight, good viewer um, experience with your video. Those types of things are going to get you way further than um, than even like worrying or thinking about the tags that you're adding into your video, right? So if you focus on that viewer experience, it's gonna be more important than the generating that subscriber. And if you focus on that viewer experience, it's gonna cause YouTube to show them more of your content, which then will help you more at long-term. Um, let's see here, so next up we've got StreamYard just came into the chat, says 99,985. Love it. 99,985? We got 15 more to go. Okay. Yep, 15 done. more I'm to go. I'm just whipping something up really fast. Listen, StreamYard, you yep. guys change this thumbnail. I'm just doing something for the sake of uh, getting it up here. Cal Creates, um, they've been on YouTube for one week or more. Um, they do art and writing lessons. The goal of the channel is to inspire creativity through entertaining education and to go full-time on YouTube. The question is, my channel covers several art forms um, and growth is very slow. Am I better off selecting only one specific art form, drawing or writing, and focusing solely on that? Um, if I change later, will it affect my channel? So here's the thing, when it comes to um, the content that you're putting on your channel, you have to think about the viewers, right? So one thing that you're gonna hear people who make content like me talk about a lot, you even hear YouTube talk about this, is your target audience, right? So when people, when, when you are publishing videos to your channel, who are you trying to reach with that content? Because when we're making it for ourselves, then we can just keep it on our computer and watch it. But when we start uploading it to the internet, we're wanting other people to enjoy this content as well. So when you're making content for other people, it's best practice to make sure that the videos that you're publishing are a good fit for like your next video that you're publishing is a good fit for the people that watched your last video and the people that watch this video that you're publishing today the next video that you're going to publish is going to be a good fit for um for those people as well so that 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 third video those people are going to be likely to watch the other two videos based on what it is that they care about right so when you have one audience that's into drawing and another audience that's into writing then there's going to be crossover because there are people that are interested in both things but the idea is to become a destination for people that are interested in drawing content or a destination for people that are interested in writing content just, just so you know i'm putting a hundred thousand ducks on this thumbnail nice nice that's good you know you could probably do that in generative fill just put a hundred thousand ducks and it'll yeah, probably, probably just make it that's probably good yeah, yeah. Um, but you gotta say it's the mallard ducks or whatever yeah. in order to do it yeah. uh or hop into mid journey and be like yeah. hey hundred thousand ducks you probably get some really funny stuff out of there actually but <laughs> I'm not I'm not really doing that. Oh, right. okay. I was like, man, it's probably yeah. gonna be a while. I just yeah. pasted one duck and I was like, I right, don't nine hundred ninety nine. You're watching the ticker like oh, I know. Getting close. Yeah. Just hold down the option key and just grab it and move it over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh uh, but the idea is that when you know when you're publishing videos you want to make sure that you are targeting a very specific um audience that you turn your channel into a resource you know like it's called a youtube channel right so just like you know when you when you log into uh you know uh like let's say you're look, watching videos on like the history channel right in that particular case you wanted to have something to do with history because it's on the history channel i don't know if they follow that or not um but you know you you know like when you log into the history channel you expect 
something related to history, right? So when people are logging into your channel and they're watching your content, like what is it that they are, you know, what is it that they're into? What is it that's bringing them to, you know, your channel? And a lot of people, the answer to that will be me, right? The me, that's what's bringing people to the channel. And that's true. However, you got to introduce yourself to people. And it's the content that is based on the things that they care about that puts you in front of those people that allows you to introduce yourself to them. So, um, so because of that, just keep in mind that it's very helpful to target a very specific audience. Right, Investing I... with Matt says sub to StreamYard, old time user since 2020, hoping to get back to live how... streaming. It was great to see them at VidSummit. Absolutely. Have to, I'm gonna have to use a different browser. For what? To schedule their stream. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, you're gonna have to completely log into a different browser because you're not gonna be able to do it here. I can do this. Actually, no, you can just log into this one, it's fine. You, you Mine, I, I can live stream directly into StreamYard, it's fine. So, so just go into this one and just go, just click on the duck. Just right click on the duck and create a new uh, tab. But while we're streaming? Yeah, right click on the duck and then, uh, hold and on. It says leave studio. I'm afraid if I leave, I don't want to shut anything oh, okay, down. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, it's okay. I, I can schedule it and then you can. Okay, that works. Yep. Um, let's see here, so next up. Good times. We've got, uh, ooh, Shelly saves in the house hey, as Shelley. well. What's going on, Shelly? Hope How that you, you are doing fantastic. Nice to uh, nice to see you in here. Yeah. Check my email. So, yeah, uh, stream, stream here with all this security yeah. stuff. Okay, so we got several art and forms. Okay, so we got that one already. We're getting ready to go live uh, on StreamYard. I'm getting this set mm -hmm. up right now. Yeah, I mean, it's really slow. Like, uh, yeah, I think because we're both in here on it and you got like Photoshop open and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like even because I'm switching graphics and stuff and everything's just like. Yep. Okay, so I just just walk me through this. So we're, okay. so if I schedule it, you can actually dump it out. You can do the yep. handoff. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to. Yeah, we're all going to celebrate on the StreamYard channel here in, in, so in a little bit. Should I schedule this from your channel or from your StreamYard access so you can access it? Well, either I way. Should, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay uh but there's no time i so um you could make it for um 11. okay or schedule it once we hit it and then we just go over okay i'll get it set up and then we can we'll do it that way okay, okay. yeah so then that way it's not, it doesn't have a time and then as soon as we hit it then you add the time to it and then we'll uh and then i can go and set the redirect and then we can move the party over okay. there all right, so next up, this is exciting, right? We get to uh, celebrate together with, uh, with StreamYard. This is great. So, um, so next up, we've got uh, Just RJ. Just RJ uploads every other day. Um, they have WWE 2K content. The goal of the channel is to reach 1,000 and become successful, and I also enjoy making videos. Question, how to grow my channel? Can you do a review of my channel and tell me what I should improve on? Uh, we're not looking at channels um, during this stream. So um, we do that from time to time over on the Tube Spanner YouTube channel. Um, but on this channel, um, for these streams, we don't do that. Um, I occasionally do monetization streams here as well, which I'm going to be ramping up here um, uh, soon. But, um, but here uh, during this stream, we don't, we don't look at channels. We used to, but, uh, but, we, uh, but we stopped doing that. So uh, next up, we've got, uh, let's see here. Job says, uh, get ready to celebrate 100K on StreamYard, uh, where the live stream of celebration will be a feature. Yeah, so it's not, it's not a, uh, yeah, they're not dropping any new features that I'm aware of. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll I don't think you know. so, though. I'll yeah. let you know in the live stream. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> so Stephanie G, 
um, is our next question. Um, they have a cleaning motivation and taking care of the home channel. The goal of the channel is to teach housekeeping, motivational cleaning, and share new recipes. The question is, I recently changed from blogging to more of a niche, which is cleaning motivation. My view count is about the same in my CTR. However, my watch time is down. Should I start another channel since I'm rebranding? Also, what do you think about my thumbnails? So not looking at the thumbnails, um, but when it comes to you were vlogging before and then now you're changing it to uh, cleaning motivation. Um, in that particular case, you say your view counts about the same, you know, everything's pretty much about the same, but you know, people aren't watching for as long. So you're getting people to respond. One thing that I would do is I would just make sure that you are being clear about, you know, uh, like what it is that you're doing in the actual content when it comes to the packaging side of it. So, you know, when you were vlogging, it was probably more about like, Hey, here I am doing this thing. But when it comes to cleaning motivation, then in that particular case, framing it up, like, you know, you know, three ways to get yourself to, you know, to, to, you know, keep your house tidy or, you know, whatever the thing is. So then basically from the outside, you're expressing the value of that content. Um, I would focus on that sort of thing um, for, you know, getting started so that you're building the right expectation. So then when people come into it, then they're expecting that you've built the content around oh it. So basically think about it from the perspective of this. Okay. Um, before I make my next video, I'm going to think about how I'm going to package it from the outside. I'm going to think about the thumbnail and what I'm going to be showing in the thumbnail. I'm going to think about the title and, and exactly what it is I'm going to say in the title. And then when I make the video, I'm going to make this video um, based around delivering on what was in the packaging itself. If that means that I have to structure things a little bit differently, that's what I'm going to do. Um, if that means that I need to, you know, kind of tweak the way that I'm framing this a little bit as a, you know, so that I can make sure that um, there is, you know, expressed value from the outside, then in that particular case, you know, do those things in order to, you know, make sure that you hey, are good. Do we go live on their channel after we hit it or do we hit it there? Um, I think uh, uh, hit it here and then move over there. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are they at now? Because I have my no, page open for a redirect. 992. Oh, we've got eight people left? Yeah. Did you redirect? Do you see it? Oh, you don't see it yet. Um, I, I can if I hit redirect. Okay. Did you schedule it? Uh, no, because I didn't. I Well, I was going to schedule for 1045. Oh, okay. Like, we're going to hit that like any any minute. Yeah. So, so um, let's see here. I can just schedule because you can still go live. You, you don't have to wait for the schedule, right? No, no, I don't. So I'm, yeah. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to schedule it. Okay. okay. So I'm scheduling a create. Well, live hopefully, stream. what if what what if eight people don't click on it in the next twenty minutes? <laughs> then we'll hit it there. That's fine. Yeah, then we'll hit it there. Okay. Okay. So yep, I just scheduled good. it. Let me know when yep, you see sounds it. Sounds good. So it is scheduled right now. Yeah. This is exciting, right? So we all get to celebrate Streamyards uh, hundred thousand yep. together. And you know what they should do for a hundred thousand celebration? Hmm. Make coasters for their mugs. Oh, that'd be good. Yep. That would be good. Um, let's see here. So I don't see it yet. What did you do with the thumbnail? Uh, it's just 100K. It's like a little document. You know, let me it. refresh the page because that might be uh, that might be it. It might, it might take a second. Hang tight, everybody. We're yeah. going to be uh, back Super to the uh, thing right here something. in just a second. Oh, we just lost somebody. Let's see here. Tighten okay, the, I see the, it. Tighten the tribe. Save. Okay. That's right. I feel like we need like champagne or something. Yeah. That's right. Well, you better run to 7-Eleven 2D. You got like just a few minutes. Beer mugs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so good okay let me uh switch to their account so i can see this also because it's too small in the browser Ooh, 993 here we go here we go did you find it yeah i got it i'm redirected somebody can somebody please andrew maybe you can screen record this andrew are you able to do that 
Yep, 9.93, so seven to go. Super pumped. Okay, so here we go. So next up on our uh, list here, we've got um, Absolute Guitar Avenue is our uh, is our next channel on the list. Um, they do guitar teaching Ooh, channel. God, the more. goal of the channel, the goal of the channel um, is to have my subscribers learn guitar and solos. Super cool. Um, why am I losing hours on my channel? I have vidIQ so I can see the hours um, analytics. The past couple months, it keeps going down. I don't have any strikes or anything that would affect that. I'm so confused. My channel is just under um, three and a half years old. Okay, so here's what's happening. Um, so YouTube has rolling watch time. Oh my God, four more people. Right? YouTube has rolling watch time. So um, every day that goes past, the watch time that was there before. Well, that this is for the partner program. If you're in the partner program already, then in that particular case, you shouldn't be losing any watch mm -hmm. time unless you are deleting or privating or unlisting videos, then you would be losing that. But um, outside of that, yeah, you shouldn't be losing watch time unless you're talking about, you know, the requirements for the partner program. If you're talking about those, then in that particular case, um, since it's rolling, the 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 watch time that you got on, uh, you know, that you got this time last year will fall off tomorrow, right? So you have to replace that with new watch time. So if you're in that situation, then that's what's happening. But in terms of total watch time just disappearing, um, if that's happening, then in that particular case, I would at Team YouTube and let them know the problem, and and somebody there will look into it and see if uh, something's weird somewhere. So close. And just a heads up for anybody, like anytime you have trouble with your channel, if you think something is weird, then um, at Team YouTube on Twitter, they're amazing over there, you know, helping content creators. Sometimes you'll get like a canned response and then other times they'll like, you know, try to figure stuff out for you as well. Yeah, so, they're, so they're really good at, you know, helping creators solve problems over there if they're having with their channels. So, you know, YouTube is based on, you know, servers and, you know, computers and programming and all that stuff. So, you know, everything's not perfect. So if you do run into issues of any kind, just reach out to Team YouTube on Twitter. If there's no other reason to have a Twitter or X account, um, it's that, right? As a content creator is to be able to reach out to them um, just super easily there and get feedback. Just make sure when you approach them, and this goes without saying, because everybody here is fine, but, um, but I've seen plenty of people like go after them and like approach them in really abrasive ways, but they're there to help. They're not there to be assaulted. <laughs> so because of that, just make sure, you know, you approach them in a, in a professional manner, regardless of what's happened. Um, that's how you're going to, you know, give yourself the best uh, opportunity to get, you know, help for what it is that you are, uh, you know, going through. I'm freaking out. So so close. We got this. three to go. I'm yeah. Three to go. Yeah. This is fantastic. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I hope Gage and Dan are watching this from somewhere. Yeah. Right? Just so that they uh that they can see it. Yeah, they're probably me. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah. they're probably like asleep, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. They're gonna have the thumb. Oh my yeah. god, we need one more. Oh, one more. One more. Here we go. Yep, we're gonna Oh, we're let's gonna go. Grab. Who's gonna be it? Yep, who's gonna be that last one right here? Who's gonna be it? I hope somebody's screen recording this one. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting my uh phone up too. Hopefully I don't miss it. Get it. Get it? Yep. Here we go. Get Just it. so I Who's can record that. Be? We got one more. Boom! Oh, 100,000 subscribers. Wow. Let's let's go. One. Love it. Congratulations, StreamYard. High five and fist bump to StreamYard. Everybody here, we're going to hop over to the StreamYard channel real quick, and we're going to celebrate over there. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for helping, uh, you know, get them over the milestone uh, of 100,000 subscribers over on their channel so what we're going to do to that party yep so what we're going to do is we are going to hop over to there as soon as i hit the stop button here it's going to default us over to like everybody's going to automatically get pushed over into the Streamyard stream um so we will pick this party up over on that side and um let's give a big you know round of applause and congratulations to uh Streamyard. Let's go. and uh yeah let's do this let's go shut her down let's go yep
Thanks, everybody. Wow, exciting. Did you shut this down? Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh-oh, we're locked in. We can't, <laughs> we can't leave. In stream. There we go. There we go.